Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Hello, everybody. Well, I'm up in Lake Arrowhead. And uh, the squirrels are coming back, by the way. Isn't that good news? I was just educated. Is that the way to say it? And me and Daniel are up here, and uh, some other people are coming up. I have a fun weekend up in Lake Arrowhead. I'm in a big pre-Thanksgiving dinner. So there's that. By the way, I want to thank Mike Bernstein, who did the video that I saw on YouTube called The Science of Happiness, because uh, we did it again on this show. It was, I was inspired, obviously, by that. Hope he doesn't mind. We're doing it. But... This week, young Jake called his grandmother. So there's that. And then Monday, we did a, me and Daniel did one of those shows, got all those topics we've been wanting to talk about, and we did it. We'll drop it on Monday. A serious show. Oh, we were a little silly. Don't worry. I did um, get Doug with High. That was so much fun. Just simple fun. I... <laughs> I stay, I couldn't leave there for, we got done at 5, I left at 6.30, 7 o'clock. I left at 7 o'clock, and I could barely sit in the back of the car and go home. <laughs> Whatever that was, it was fun. Everybody over there was just so nice, and it was a, was a lot of fun, so there's that. All right, I think we're done. Um, are you okay? This was fun. It was a fun show with Whitmer Thomas. Whit, great guest, great guest. Adam Cousins came by and he participated and then he had to leave, but he came by and participated. Adam Cousins, probably got to say his name a few more times. Otherwise, you know, he'll listen to the show and go, hmm, you said Whitmer Thomas a lot more. Whit, wit, wit, wit. And Adam Cousins, who's getting married. So sad. (laughs) 
I'm kidding. What, I can't joke anymore? Oh, I get it. I'm not allowed to joke anymore. No, 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 no. You're right. I shouldn't joke. Daniel, is there anything you want to say? Hi. That's so sad. I think he has about another year left to live, Tops. Oop, he just died. Okay, Daniel Kino's officially dead, everybody. Please don't tweet at him. Please do not tweet that Daniel Kino hey, died. Come on, don't do that. Seriously? You don't want you want me to erase it? No, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> That's the problem. That's the part I have a problem with. What What would you have a problem? Then you said don't tweet at him. That's what I'm. Oh, he. You can tweet. No, he's he's alive and healthy. But if you want to tweet it to see if we can get something started, maybe <laughs> <laughs> help. Maybe it'll it'll kickstart some things for him. He's doing fine. All righty, you're great. This is way too long. I miss you. I miss you. Do people hate the openings? I swear to God, I'm curious about that. To George Carlin, I want to know. Like, what if they're like, you know, because there's some other podcasts people go, oh, I don't listen to the beginning. Ugh. I would hate if that was the case. You're good? How about this? Be happy. <laughs> it's my new therapy. Be happy. It's hard to be happy when you got shit going on. It's just not that easy. I get it. It's like you can just start being happy. But I want you to start being happy. Just tonight, be happy. Just listen to my podcast. Be happy with Let Ah, here's the show. Now entering Nerdist.com. Is everybody comfortable? How you doing? The show's starting. How's your sobriety? You know why? You know why I asked that right off the bat. First of all, hello everybody in the room. What a great show! It's just the family. Well, I consider you family wit. You've probably been here more than any other person hanging out for oh, a long time. Oh, nice. Move in, wit. Sorry. How are you? Good. How you doing, Todd? Good. It's good to have you. Here. It's cool to actually be in this chair. It's fun, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's special. And Aristotle is uh, here as always with his new fresh haircut. And he looks great. And then also um, Adam Cousins is here. Hi, Adam. Um, we're, I want to talk to you about something later, but the bit you were doing at the improv. But, but let us get this out of the way. Oh, can you turn that fan on underneath Aristotle? Oh, no, it's already plugged in. All right. The reason I ask how everybody's sobriety is because dealing I – say, I said it last week on the show. Without Lipitor, I don't know what I would do. So I get it. It's like every day I'm going to quit. I'm, you get – I just think we luck out what our vices are. You know, I really do. So I, I haven't, I, I just get it. It's like, fuck, every day. So for people that are going through sobriety, I like, if, hey, maybe I could, because, you know, you need like someone to go, you can fucking do it. Are you fucking shitting me? Today's not the goddamn day. You know, and in case you're a new listener, like I said, if you do it, you're like a superhero. Maybe you've heard me say it before. Maybe you need, and by the way, I've never been addicted to heroin or anything, you know, but uh, I get it. I get it's fucking hard. It's fucking hard. So if you if you do it, you're like a superhero. Let me tell you. I'm going to remind you. If you if you're going through a certain amount of sobriety and you've 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 hit that point where people are going, he's fucking doing it. She's doing it. People behind your back. They might not want to tell you because you know how it is. Maybe you you fell off the wagon once and you think, oh, just take day by day. I'm not going to say anything. But behind your back, I know because of my nephew. People are fucking proud of him. So enjoy the enjoy the podcast. That's your treat. <laughs> yelling at people um thanks for the uh 
I don't want to turn into one of the, well, you know what? I, I don't care. The, the, we, we set up a PayPal. I want, to, I want to use some of the money for like the band and stuff. And um, it is appreciated. It really is. We're going to do fun things with it. I promise you it's not going to pay my mortgage. We're going to do fun things on the show. We're going to have a bank account, and we're going to do fun things on the show with it. So if you sent something in, first I thought, should I mention everybody's name? But you think, well, why, people that sent in, why the fuck not? But I don't know. It's just maybe we will. But I just know that it's, it is appreciated. It really is. We all looked at the nest egg last night. We're like, oh, we're going to be able to do We're going to get a better bubble machine. <laughs> I wish I was lying. Um. By the way, okay, hold on, hold on. Um, there's that. You want to see how I spelled sobriety? Jake. Jake, are you, Jake, we have a new system here. Jake, how did I spell sobriety? Tell, and I'm not lying. What does it say on that piece of paper? S-E-R-B-R-Y-A-T-Y. Sobriety. Oh. <laughs> That's how I spell it. <laughs> All right. I did a thing called Grab and Lunch with Matt. I have a hard time saying his last name. So go, go, go. It's, it's a podcast, and it's called Grab and Lunch. I did it with Matt. It was a lot of fun. Me and Troy Conrad. Um, <laughs> do you mind? Do you mind? Maybe you should turn his regular mic on for this because it's easier. It, tell, tell everybody what you said. And I think this is funny. Anytime somebody says something crass, and you know that's not who they are. Like to hear young Jake talk about with a girl, and he's like, yeah, and he's very nervous a lot, and he's not a player. So when he just says it, it it's not funny if somebody really said this. If somebody else said this or overheard it in a 7-Eleven, someone talking, I'd be like, oh, God. But when I almost shit in my pants. Jake said right. he went to kiss a girl, and she yeah. didn't want to kiss you because why? Well, yeah, I was, I was out on a date, and at the end I tried to lean and give her a kiss, and she said that she couldn't. Because her breath smells like onions. And that could have been the truth. Like, she could have been a little paranoid. But then you said to me when we were hanging out. Right. Like, what if in that situation it was like, oh, don't worry about it. Does your pussy smell like onions? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> All right. That's, that's not it. Hey, I saw a thing called Deck My Room. Go to the website. It's cool. It's like Deck My Room. And it's for kids that are in the hospital. And then their room, you know, the rooms are so sterile. So this woman started this thing where she goes into the hospital and decks out their rooms to make it just seem a little more warm. And they showed a few examples, and it was very heartwarming. That's somebody that's doing a good thing. Um, hold on. By the way, Chris, you wrote how Chris wrote in an email, and he said, "What's it? I don't want to say his last. He doesn't even care. But what's what? Chris, right? Chris Dubia." And he said he's, he, he referenced himself as being morbidly obese, and, and, um, and then he said he wishes he knew he could do comedy, but he's 25, so that ship has set sail already. I'm like, thank you. Adam Cousins just made a face. Chris, you can still do stand-up. Oh, let me tell you something. I don't want to be somebody who's like comes across phony when I swear to God, from my heart I do mean this, but – when someone when he tells me that like he's morbidly obese, I'm like I that's when I that when I read that email, that's what made me think like about the Lipitor and 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 going I get it. It's like probably every day this guy goes fuck it tomorrow I'm gonna do it tomorrow and it's like God damn it food is good but Chris come on you you know you can do I think you you're not it's not too late to do stand up did that motivation help you Hey <laughs> right, Chris what am I gonna do with you. <laughs> We're going to get to everybody in a second. I'm going to go nice and slow. I'm not hurrying today. Um, I got off. I went to. Um, I went to see. Uh, I went to Vegas with David Spade over the weekend to open. Well, we were going to work in Laughlin. Oh my God! It is ever. It's just. Whew, it's Laughlin. Have you ever been there? I don't even know where that is. Do you, you've been there? 
It's just lo- it's just so smelly. I hate to say that, but the casinos, not the people, but it's I don't like to prejudge people, but but we stayed in Vegas and then we took a like one of those sprinter vans down where you could walk around in it and there's like big comfortable chairs. So we went into Vegas Friday night, we went out to dinner and then we went to see me, Kevin Farley and David went to see a carrot top and I've gone before. It w- it w- it was so much fun. It's so visual. There's not only props, but there's 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 the videos that he shows and it's just great. It was just a great show. Mike Reynolds opened up. We did miss that because we were we last minute decided to do it and he was so nice backstage and just just it was it was just great. And yes, we had some fresh air. It was even Dave didn't. He doesn't usually do that. And it was just he's like, This is too much to be coming at me right now. <laughs> like in a good way. He goes, This is just too much. Like but in a positive way. Like things and lights and cues and lasers and, and wind blows up from it's just great. It's just great. So thank you, Carrot Top Scott. Um Doogie Horner. <laughs> Doogie Horner is a really funny comedian from Philadelphia, and um, he just sends me some things that are so funny. Follow him on Twitter, whatever Doogie does. He's a great comedian, and he lives in Philadelphia, and I think he should move to New York or L.A. soon, and I hope he does. Doogie, get off your ass. Um, but that, that, hey, when you're ready, when you're ready, the business isn't going anywhere. But he, he just leaves me the funniest voicemail. This is a pumpkin. This is if pumpkin cheesecake was hitting on you at the supermarket, what it would say. Like if you walked by a piece of pumpkin cheesecake and it was hitting on you? Pumpkin pie. What would it say? What you looking at, sugar? You want a slice? Mm-hmm. I am delicious. And I'm all pumpkin. <laughs> some of these other pies, they uh, they got some sweet potato in them. Can you believe that? But not me. Ooh, I am all pumpkin, honey. <laughs> and I'm all yours. <laughs> what do you say if a pumpkin... What would you say if a pumpkin cheese... A piece of pumpkin pie said that to you? Would you, would you be... What would you say back? If a if pumpkin talked to me, I think I would just do whatever it wanted me to do. Oh, you would. This oh shit! This pumpkin pie would love that. There's a chance it was God, right? You know what? That's what they say. Yeah. That's what they say. God could be a piece of pumpkin cheesecake. It could. Who we'll knows? take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> when I got off the plane back at Burbank Airport, a gentleman by the name of Derek came up to me, and uh, he was so nice. Nice guy. He said, we listen to the podcast, and he offer, He builds like he's, he's part of this thing that they build, like, r- these rocket ships now. They're going to have, like, rocket ships that are, like, little planes, you know, like, two Cessna that seats two people. Like, two people are going to be able to – I don't know if I'd do it, but he said, if I want to tour this place, I could do it. And he was just such a nice guy. And, you know, I – look, I, he, halfway through talking, he said to me, he goes, did, did, have I just shouted out words or did I make sentences? And I know that feeling. You, 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 do, you know, I, when I met Fred Willard, I – just been, but he was really nice, and, and sometimes you just want someone to know, like because he listens to the podcast. You were great. Yeah, anybody, I take all the accolation I can get. Okay, uh, so you're a good guy. All right, I'm fucking tired of this shit. <laughs> Every do all I do is self analyze myself. Like you know what I just thought? Oh, I'm making it look like. Oh, he was nervous to be around me like I was nervous to be. But he was a little uncomfortable, and you want to comfort somebody. And I think still when I walked away, he was thinking, you did great. You did great. I'm proud of you. You handled yourself great. And you're listening, and you should know that. Okay? What else do you fucking want? <laughs> what if he doesn't laugh? What if someone I, – I always think everyone gets my sense of humor after a show. I used to – my favorite thing to write on a CD after a show is go fuck yourself, Todd. And 99% of the time people – and one guy, a guy went, hi, ah, you got insulted. I was like, 
was like, come on, man. Like, I, I didn't. I, I, I could have said, are you, are, you, are you shitting me? You don't, you like me, but you don't. But who knows? Maybe he doesn't know that side of me. I don't know. But anyway, so I don't write, go fuck yourself anymore. <laughs> um, okay. So, Doogie, I think we're all good here. I'm looking for a dentist. Does anybody out there work at a dentist in Los Angeles? I need a dentist. A new a dentist and a dentist. Kevin Sullivan, Philadelphia. That was a song parody he did. I'm a dentist. I'm a dentist. Kevin Sullivan. I will put you in the chair. I will ease you back. I will look into your mouth and I'll remove the plaque because I'm a dentist. I'm a dentist. I'm a dentist. A lot of song parodies in my head. Um, all right. So here's what we're going to do. The last thing. And then we're going to come back and we're going to introduce you. Wit, because Wit, Whitmer Thomas. What a great name. Whitmer Thomas. Put some reverb in my voice. Ladies and gentlemen. Whitmer Thomas. <laughs> and then we're going to introduce you. And But here's what we're going to do. Now, this is I, I was going to call you and ask you to do this, too. But I'm, I am very excited to do this. I really love it. Who, what is the name of the website? If I don't know it now, I'll say it later, where, they, where I got this idea from. Okay, we will absolutely positive. Well, I've already said it. Um, you know <laughs> what I mean? I, I, I already said it. So it, 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 I was... I was I was uh, searching around the internet, and it was a thing where they asked people to write someone to someone who the, the, the left it as as uh, as um, Justin Wilmer said, left left a handprint on who they are. A lot of times we think about it, so they ask these people to just write about it. When you're writing about it, you're very comfortable to do it. Then they go, now do you want to call the person and read it to them? Some people did, some people didn't, but um, it 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 it. it it's something, you know, you, it's hard to do. So Jake said he would do it. He had a one grandmother. Can you turn Jake's mic on now? One grandmother, you're, you're, you, you mind talking about this? Um, what, which my, the grandmother that I'm Yeah, that I'm be calling. nice. Not like we talked about it today. No, no, it's okay. You said one grandmother. No, yes. No, yeah. She, she's a little negative. Um, yeah, I mean, just when, when you talk to her, she, are, she kind of looks at the bottom half of the situation, if that makes any sense. Like, she always kind of takes it like, what's the worst thing that can happen? Uh, when you when you talk to her, like, some, like most of the times when I when I call her and tell her about something, uh, I'll tell her about something, and then the rest of the conversation is just me explaining how it's going to be okay. Because she she's not going. It's it's one of those people you don't want to tell them when you have a problem because they're not they're just going to like oh make it worse and suppose so you just think oh why did I tell her that? Yeah. But um but but look as you get older look negativity it does not age well it's not good when you're younger but I notice when you're older it even gets worse, and and what I mean is it, it, so so. But there's a lot of older people that doesn't happen to. And if you want to, if you don't want to be old and lonely, you don't need to have kids not to be old. If you're having kids just because you're afraid of being old and lonely, there's a million great reasons to have children. I'm not negating that. But just because you're afraid of being lonely is not the one. If you're just pleasant to be around, everybody wants to be around you when you're older. Everybody, just you, you will not be lonely if you're pleasant to be around. And, and then you have that wisdom. And, and like I said, when we went to the Bahamas one year, there was an uh, – I even hate to say older couple because they're not old. They're just so, like, great. But they were probably in their 70s, and um, they were just so, – everyone wanted to be around them. At night, if, if, if there were kids that were 19, you know, pe- and then or if there were my, people my age or whatever age, I always go, hey, are, are Barry and Joanne coming tonight or Barry and Joanne? Because they were just great and positive and fun to be around. And then they liked fresh air, too. That made it uh, definitely fun. All right, I'm going yeah, off. And this, and this grandmother that I'm going to call is, is that way. She's cool. She doesn't like fresh air, though, does she? Uh, well, I mean, she, I don't know her that well. I mean, well, I don't I think know. she does. But, hey, who, what do I know? Okay, so we're going to do that. And then we're going to come back. How long was the opening? About 15 minutes. I do have one more question. 
Sometimes I say that I, I, me and Daniel are going up to Lake Arrowhead to work on a few things, and one of the things we're going to do, Daniel Kino, is what I call a serious podcast. One of the things we're going to address, there's a lot of things I want to address, but one of the things particularly, I, I, trust me, I'm going to hit it from a different angle. I've already talked about this on three openings of the podcast before, and I, I raced it. Because I went, no, you didn't do anything different. You didn't hit it from a different slant. I just read the next day. I went, nah, get rid of it. I want to do it where I step back and I go, okay, I feel like I did that justice. So, Daniel sometimes thinks everybody that listens to the show probably agrees that what how I feel about the Red Sox. I Not the Red Sox. Fuck it. The Redskins. The Redskins. The Redskins. So um, you know, now for one minute, people are going to be like, what the fuck is Todd talking about? But now they know. And... Um, just do me a favor without getting into a long email. Just just email me and go. It's it's just one of those things like be honest. You know, it's like what I always say. Hey, we love the show, but, you know, just be honest because I'll know like there there must be some listeners that go. We love the show. We're usually with you, Todd. But on this red skins thing, oh, you know, just just say it in a simple way. Hey, we're, we're, we're confused. You know, you know, help us out here. Whatever it is. Just really. What's something they could email me that would just be real quick? Just. um uh, why should they now what's a nice way to do it so it doesn't sound like a mean email um yeah we need a little help why we should uh, not call them the redskins and then if i get a few of them i'll be like yeah there are people listening that go hey we like your show a lot of people write we don't always agree with you you know but they know that you know it's like why someone someone was surprised that uh with doug stanhope and also joe rogan that we got along so well and i was like oh of course because I might not agree with everything Doug Stanhope says. <laughs> I might not agree with everything that Joe Rogan says. But I do believe that they're the good part of this world. They're, they're, they, they overall have good souls and good energy. And uh, so people might think that about me. Like, hey, we're with Todd on most things, you know, but that we disagree with. And maybe the Redskins is something where they're going, I need a little help here. I need a little help. And that's what we want to do on Thursday. So send those my way. Now, here's what we're going to do. And uh, – so you ready to call your grandmother? And you wrote something, yeah. and you're going to read it to her. That's right. Yeah. I love this. I really do. I love it, and it's going to. And I'm going to do it one week. So I'm going to call her now. Does anybody else want to call anybody and ad lib something? Would you call somebody? Yeah, I'll call my dad. You really would? Yeah. Will I'll... he answer? But you have to say something nice. You have to say, "Dad, we're." Oh no, he won't answer. Oh well, maybe you could leave a message. Hold on, let him do it. Okay. Explain. Hey, Jojo. Hi, I'm in Illinois. I want to say hi, Jacobs, because that's my new favorite thing to call you. <laughs> hey, Jojo. J A K J A K U M S. That's right. So, Jojo. Do you like that? Or you... I do. What? I do like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to. It's affectionate. It's affectionate because I love you so much. <laughs> oh, my God. She doesn't probably so, even Jojo? know. Hold on. She probably doesn't even what? know. Uh, yes. So right now, um, we are on the air. A radio show. Uh, it's a, it's oh, a radio on. show podcast. And part of it was um, I was asked to write a letter to somebody who has always kind of inspired me and to someone I have a lot of gratitude towards. Uh, so I wrote a letter for you. And uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to read it for you right now. Wait a minute, though. Hold on a second. I, you know me. I'm going to be... A little get filled up here, you know. I get a little teary eyed and stuff like that. But what if it's negative? Okay, you haven't I'm heard it yet. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't. I don't know. I don't think that you would 
Oh my god. Jokes you probably do. You know, you know, jokes, you probably say some great stuff. I would never JoJo. But I don't think Yeah, like Okay, so here we go, JoJo. When you call me JoJo. Okay, go ahead, JoJo. All right. <laughs> All right, starts official. Dear JoJo, uh, your positive attitude and selflessness and the way that you treat people have always inspired me. You go out of your way to make others around you feel comfortable, warm and safe. You never hesitate to show how much you love others. I know that I know it's not just some, you know, grandma act because even when times are tough, you still keep a positive attitude and you're always the life of the party. Um, I see and hear the way you treat people from the kindness of your heart, and that's truly inspiring to see. Um, I know this is even how you treat people when I'm not around because a couple weeks ago your, you pocket dialed me on your phone while you were out walking your dog. I, and, uh, I did what? You, you, your phone dialed me by accident while you were, wa- while you were oh. out walking your, your new dog. And I heard you just talking yeah. to somebody, and it was the same exact tone of, oh, my, hey, how are you? I hope you're having such a wonderful day. And that was just you out walking, walking your dog. So I know, I mean, it just uh, it made me smile throughout the whole day. Uh, so, JoJo, uh, keep making a difference in all the lives around you, you know, with your openness and your caring and how much you love others. And uh, I love God. you, JoJo. Oh, my God. That is so beautiful. Jake, that is so beautiful. I, you're going to send me a copy or something, are you? I mean, i got to have that. i got to have that. Because <laughs> if I'm ever down in a dump, I'm going to read it and put that big smile and get those tears in my eyes like I have right now. Good <laughs> thing I'm not on FaceTime or something. <laughs> you be able to see it. But, oh, my God, that is really, really beautiful. And I'm glad that my grandson has it in him to sense the sensitivity. I mean, you are. I think you are somewhat like a lot of my genes. You're very sensitive, you're very caring, and you're very loving. And I'm sure people who know you feel the same way. Well, thank you, JoJo. So, I'm yeah, well, thank you, Jake. Oh, my God, you are, I, what a love you are. Are we allowed to talk or you got to get off the visual on this thing you got to do? Um, we do have to continue on with the show, but uh, I just wanted to okay. I just, read that to you. Well, that is the sweetest thing. I really thank you. And you just know how thrilled I am from the very beginning with you, okay? That's All right, love you, JoJo. I love you. I bye. love you. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is so I wanted to she from the second she picked up that phone was that hard to read that uh, I was definitely more nervous doing that than any other time on the podcast so far. that was so she was oh my god and you pocket she, you heard her talking to someone when she was walking her dog yeah she called me like two weeks ago and she was like oh my goodness how are you sweetheart I don't know why I give her a southern accent there but it just <laughs> sounds like she should have one Oh, she, she's great. She is just awesome. I'm glad you did that. And you know what? That, that, she, she, that'll, that'll mean so. That means a lot to me. That's like, I knew you were going to do it. I wanted you to do it. But it, the minute she picked up that phone, I was like, what I was trying to say is, she, not that she's 100 years old and she's not aware. She's obviously very aware and very astute. How old is she? Do you, do you? Um, I think she, she just had a birthday recently. I think it's maybe her 70th. And she doesn't smoke, does she? No, she's, uh, she's in really good health. You can tell her voice. Like when older people smoke, she sounds like she could be a lot younger. And uh, so she's very aware. But what I mean is she had no idea she was 
Now, I said radio show. The reason I told you that is because, you know, she might not know what a right. podcast is, but radio show she'll know. And she, from the minute you picked up the phone, she was just like so, so sweet. That's how she is all the time. We're going to make you do it next time. Would you write a letter to somebody and read it on the podcast? I thought, I thought it was going to be a funny bit, not just some <laughs> genuine <laughs> thing. I thought you were going to – I wanted so badly at the very end to be like, and fuck off and die, JoJo. And just the, the end. <laughs> but maybe I'll do that. I'll call somebody no. that I care about and say some really sweet things and be like – and also, you smell like a bag of shit. So, <laughs> well, you can't do that for this. This no, no, is no. a sick. I won't. But for some, hey, how about if we have you call someone next next time you're on that you don't like and read? No, that would be <laughs> a, what, what type of energy would that be? Is there someone, Adam, that that you that you feel like uh, that you you want to? Were they around right now? Well, why don't we do this? We'll take a break. Sure. And then we'll um, – and that was great. That was great, Jake. I'm very proud of you for doing that because that, that's, uh, that's, that's awesome. I really like that. Um, why don't, what do you play after that when you go to break? you got to do something nice. How about if we play – hold on, hold on. Oh, you know what we forgot to do? Let's do this real quick. Oh, we'll do it later. We'll do it later. Um, how about if we play – oh, I know what. Bring it in oh so soft and we'll take a break and then we'll be right back and we're going to introduce wit the proper way. Oh, I'm sorry. I should probably tell you what we're going to do. There we go. And they're trying to get together. Play, play the song. See if it sounds the same. I think it's so groovy now. And then they're trying to get together. I think we're trying to get together. And then trying to get together. If we had drums, it would sound the same. Be honest. See if you can tell from when the song stops and we go. If Aristotle plays the drums, I want the listeners to know. Like, will they be able to tell when the song stops and we start? So let's hear the song. Can you help us with the drums? Get the beat. Get the beat. A little louder. I think we're trying to get together. Start it from the beginning again. Tell, see if you can tell when the music stops and we start. It's hard, but if you listen, you'll be able to find it. Can I tell you? You and I. That's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> that stuff. It's just pure joy for me. It's like we're so like, who would be so stupid? If you listen closely, you know. What if this is the first time listening to the show and they're like, the fuck is they what are you? It's obvious you can these people, these are idiots. They go, I was I listened to that Todd Glass show. They Oh, my God, they didn't even, this song, it was obviously not them. Anyway, what are you going to do, right? Uh, let's introduce, can I have some reverb? Let's right. do it through the house. No, we don't need to do it through the house. Le okay. Happy? 
tonight. Our guest, Wivimer Thomas, on drums, as always, in salute to win. Go nuts! Also, sitting to win, win, the always talented Adam Cousins. Now back to wit. All right, I'm not going to lie. We've been we've used this one a few times when we don't have any songs. Oh. Well, I thought you, you know, here's what happened. Joe, lyricist Joe. Yeah. He was in a boating accident. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, but uh we did do this. You have the uh we did do this, but I wanted to do more. Please welcome Whitman Thomas to the Talk Show. I want that to be your your ringtone. Play it again. Dude, that's great. Whatever you say, we'll play that after we've made an edited version. Say something funny. Even da-da-da-da-da. Doom. All right. Uh, uh, the other day, I went to the park. The dog park. That is so funny. Did you just wait? I swear to God, I'm not. No, dude, I don't know what the hell was that. You didn't know what that was. That was great. You know why? Because it was nothing, but it had the inflection of something. You're like, I went. So what? Like, who's going to the park isn't bad. Someone be like, I went to the park, and then the dog or the dog park. Either way, they're both gentle, nice things. It's not like it switches it around and takes it. Oh, I thought he meant that, and then he said that. It's like I the other day I went to the park, the dog. I'm right. That's funny, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you're looking at me like a like. Oh, I think he's overreacting. I could have said I met her at the park, the dog park, right? Maybe that's, <laughs> oh, that could. That's kind well, of a no, joke. No, but that you don't want to make the joke, right? Yeah, yeah. You didn't make the joke. Now this group you're a part of. Well, those were my <laughs> I always said this group that you're a part of. Now you call yourselves Power Violence. That's right. How that Todd. gets started? Uh, Actually, I do want to know. Ten years ago today, two mm. friends picked up skateboards. The rest is history. You guys, you, you, did, you did used to skateboard, right? No, we still do. And it's more like 15 years it's ago. okay. Yeah. I love everything when I... <clears throat> like, you're doing everything. You're having a good time. That's what I like about you. It's like, you, you're, you enjoy every fucking thing about, like, you, in being here, being in L.A., doing stand-up. Adam, the thing with you... <laughs> Is that and it's good and everything. <laughs> no, I love. I like. I swear, oh, like fun. you're the type of both of you. Like, uh, I'll let me let me. So you know, he doesn't think it's mm-hmm. just. Like, mm-hmm. um, I love anybody that does a bit, and I and I I forgot to write this down. So the reason I'm interrupting uh, is because I don't want to forget. There's a for the audience listening. There's an old joke where a comedian will be on stage and he'll go, uh, "I'm not even a comedian. I just come up here to get away from my wife." Right, so it's like an old joke, and it's been, a lot of people have told it, and the crowd. I'm not. So anyway, you know these people. Uh, so um, so he Adam came up to me one night at the improv, and he goes, "I'm so mad. I've been really trying to get regular spots here, and I, and I'm a comedian. I've been doing it, and there's a guy up on stage. I just went into the showroom, and you know he's he's not even a comedian. He's just he just said he was there to get away from his wife. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I play. I go, well, you know, um, I think that's like a bit he doesn't. He goes, no. He said he's not a comedian. So then I decided it's more fun to play into it. I go, that's bullshit. He goes, yes, thank you. I go, wait, so he's not even he's not even a comedian. You go, no, he's just going up there. I'm a fucking comedian. I can't get spots. So this guy calls in and he goes, 
hey, I just want to get away from my wife. Can I go up on your stage? And they let him? That's bullshit. And every time you saw me, you did it again. Yeah, it's a fun one. I like it. <laughs> Act like we've done that ten times. Walk by me and show what you would do the tenth time. You go, hey, Todd. Hey, hey Todd. Uh, well, what's up? Hey, are you the manager here? No, I'm not the manager You're here. You're the manager here? I forgot about that. <laughs> So insulting. Are you the ma- I'm a fucking comedian. But are you the manager here? Like, what are you talking about? You think I'd do comedy and I'm managing the Melrose Improv? Yeah. If that was true. I like how this do it as like an audience member who's just oh. like coming to be like, hey, excuse me, sir. Sir, are you the manager here? Oh, my God. Oh, now I remember. So, so it's weird to get. I, I, I didn't think this was going to turn into such a compliment fest, huh. but it is. Um, also, but like. Um, you know, you guys just – you look like you're enjoying yourselves. Like you look fucking – I love when I see you guys out because you're just fucking having the best fucking time. And uh, I also love that there's someone at your house. This is how I found out you live. Like you live in a big house, and how many people live in it? How many? Ten. It's a ten-bedroom mansion. And, and, and somebody was sleeping in a tent outside, right? Yeah. Uh, basically, our friend Brooks Whelan wanted to move into our house. Now he's on Saturday Night Live. He got cast like a month ago. But he wanted to move into our house. And we all loved Brooks, and so instead of uh, waiting for a room to open up, we, like, tricked our friend Rodney into living in a tent in the backyard. <laughs> but keep in mind, like, it, ha- it was a tent, but it was the big, 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 big-ass tent. tent. Yeah, so he had, like, a regular bed in there. Yeah. Now, he said it was great, but he didn't have air conditioning. Well, I had an air conditioner, and I forgot that I gave it to somebody. I so much. I, call- I gave him my number. <laughs> I texted him. I said, I will drive this air conditioner. If I can get a tent with air conditioning in it. Like, that would be, like, the ultimate to me. I'd love to live in a tent if it had air conditioning. So I got home, and I'm like, fuck. And I thought about going to buy one. I guess I'm not so generous. Like, that's how much I thought, oh, no, I just want to have this, like, person living in a tent in the yard. And it's probably the house you wouldn't have the air conditioning on. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that would have been a dream because what eventually – What's your rent a month? It's $6,000 a month. $6,000 a month. Yeah, 10 people, so. Do you have a housekeeper ever? Yeah, every week. That's yeah. you got to right. What does she charge? It's impossible. One hundred and fifty? No, hundred. But $100. she only does. She only does the main floor. She doesn't do. Uh, All the right. Top well, that's a, let people if they want to be pigs in the rooms. Let them be yeah, pigs yeah, in the exactly. rooms. But keep the main floor. At least you know once a week the dishes. If there's any. Yeah, she that's does. That's smart. It's hell, man. I hate. I don't know if y'all have ever lived in a house that big, but it's so impossible to maintain. And we have the craziest. We live in a, a neighborhood where people have worked their entire lives not to live next to ten comedians. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? But so like it's it's us, Colin Farrell, and uh, the dude who played Booger in Revenge of the Nerds. Those are our neighbors. And then in my bet- sister blew him. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's how I brag about my. Oh, yeah. My sister blew all those guys. Oh, she used to blow everybody back in the day. She was gorgeous. I love that. Anyway, what? We called her Booger's Booger. We called her blowing buggers. <laughs> um, so so you live in that neighborhood. Yeah. You live in this house. Who gets the garage? What do you do with the garage? What the garage some? is just everybody's stuff. Oh, yeah. Because it's so many people. But Who's got the nicest room? I do. You, you would love my room, man. Um, it's, it was very inspiring to see how into feng shui and things fitting in a place, in, in space, and how into you were in, uh, what is it, Com- iComic? Let me ask you a question about feng shui, and I don't want to get into it, a big argument. Um I, I don't think there's any master plan. I just think clean, whatever makes you feel good. Most people, to me, feng shui would be if there's something in the room that bothers you, get rid of it. That, get your head clean. I, I believe that. That's not feng shui. That's just like – that's real. So I don't believe you can – everybody can write a rule like, oh, you have to follow that. No. Every, it's like as individual as yourself what's going to make you comfortable. Who knows? Somebody, they say nothing under the bed. 
I've said this before, but I'm repeating myself because that's what I do. But nothing under the bed. You can't make that as a master. What if somebody just feels good about having all certain types of clothes, like old sweaters or something, folded perfectly and things under your bed and like baskets and it's neat under there and you need that but it's underneath it just it's so organized the way it is that you who's the fucking make a rule no it's not feng shui shut the fuck up when people come over your house and they correct you fuck you my house seems better than yours i'm sure with all your feng shui my house is more relaxing than your fucking feng shui house (laughs) yeah Well, it's There's a, a little truth to what I'm saying, <laughs> and good people do it. They might even hear it. Someone good will, that believes in it listening to the show will be like, oh, I think I do that. They don't do it in, in the way that probably they think I'm going to react this way, but they just casually do go, close your toilet. It's not feng shui. Oh, move that. It's not fun. Get the fuck out. Well, I mean, I, I like to be have a room that feels comfortable but also feels comfortable for other people to be inside of that room. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't like like a weird sterile. You know I wasn't yelling at you. Oh, I know. No, no, no. Yeah, you're damn but right you know. Our show, we do a live show. Turn and, his mic off! And, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you do a live show at the house? No, not at the house. We did uh, one time. Do you remember a long, long uh, By time? your pool. Uh, it's, not, <laughs> it's not by the pool. It's out. It's inside our house. Didn't though. you have a pool and you were no, trying to raise money? That's uh, Tyler Ross's show. Um, but we were trying to raise money one time a long time ago because one of our roommates had to move out, and that was a lot of our rent. Oh, right. And you were you said you, it was like last minute, but you weren't able to make it. But we had like we raised a bunch of money and had this ridiculous party. I left and just I wanted to go so bad, and then you get in the car, you're like, maybe I'll go eat. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if you had had food there, food is all that gets there me anywhere. No Once I eat, I always want to go home. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. never good to eat right before a show. I always feel exhausted. I'm like, all right, I've done it tonight, right? Uh, <laughs> hey, what's, what are the funny – I'm not even joking. What are the fun, like, um, y- like it's yes and – Oh, okay. Okay, give me the ones that – because we thought no and meaner. So whatever somebody says, it has to be no yeah. and meaner. Like, you know what you did to my sister, and then it's – no, you fucked me. It's hard to do we try to public. do power violence improv. We're all bad improvisers, so we developed like this system called – with improv, it's yes and, but we do no spaghetti or <laughs> no, I'm a doctor. Uh, so like you let's do to. it. Wait. Okay, what do you okay. want to do one right now? Oh, uh, yeah. So uh, just come on. Oh, okay. I get it. Come I, on stage no like spaghetti. you're doing improv, and okay. I'll, res- I'll do the no spaghetti part. Okay. Oh, I wanted to do it. Well, hold on. Let me show you what we do, and then you can do it your way. Because we can let it evolve into something. This fog's pretty – just make up a line, right? Yeah, but talk to me about it. Okay. You think this fog's going to clear up before morning? Um, I don't see any fog. I'm a waiter. What would you like for dinner tonight? (laughs) Mm, uh, Oh. Maybe you would like some spaghetti. Mm, No spaghetti. Uh, Wait, I'm confused. (laughs) I'm confused. I thought you. I thought I had to make the conversation go a different no, way. No, no. Wait, what you did, did I say? But wrong? I already did. Oh, you did. I did. You said there's fog, and I go. I don't see any fog because we're not outside. I'm a waiter. Do you want spaghetti? I thought you had to say no spaghetti right no, no, away. You don't have to say the exact words no spaghetti. It's just like you don't have to say no oh. spaghetti. But you can just do like oh knows the way you take it you 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 deny whatever they're saying happened right that's and the either no make part. yourself into a waiter and then they you let say, me try it. say okay. it to me right I'll do something one to you um man the band sucks tonight huh bro no I like them I like this you know I wish they- <laughs> I'm not usually like this. I did this with you. We were hanging we were out. Doing hold it on. Forever. Okay, hold on. Say, okay, here, so, tell me. Let me go slow. If I would have said, 
Uh, no, I like the band. Hey, are you in the mood for spaghetti? No. No? <laughs> oh, Jesus That's Christ. That's still a scene. Like, it has to not make any sense. So if you were to go, if I was going to go, the band's pretty good tonight, huh, bro? You would have to go, there's no band playing tonight. I'm not your brother. Uh, I'm a waiter. Do you want anything? Okay. What would you like off of the menu? <laughs> Which is just deny. It's just making the other person feel bad for whatever they come up with, and it's like the idea is like you're a dickhead improviser who only wants to do your idea for a scene. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just about turning it onto whatever you want to do instead of their original idea. Listen, I I want to. We're going to hear more about this, but I have to take a break. So uh, let's take a break, and uh, we have a new sponsor. So here we go. Smoke, smoke, smoke that cigarette. Puff, 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 and if you smoke yourself to death, tell St. Peter at the Golden Gate that you hate to make him wait. You know, it's, 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 it's smoke anywhere now. It's so hard. And, uh, you know, it's almost embarrassing to admit you like to smoke a cigarette. And I'll tell you what, when it comes to just, I don't smoke every day, but when I want to smoke, I smoke a Marlboro. I just love it. I just love them. They're great cigarettes. And uh, started from the beginning again. Watch this. They're just great cigarettes. Smoke, and, smoke, smoke that cigarette. What if this was really an ad? How bad would it be if we were a morning show and our job was to read this copy and act like we all smoke? We'll take a break. We'll be right back. You know what? When it comes to smoking, and you were talking about this before oh, we went I love, on the air. Yeah. I mean, my favorite cigarettes are, are bar none. They're definitely Marlboro cigarettes. Uh, I love the taste. I love, they're refreshing. They keep me young. You know, <laughs> you're so full of shit. You, you have to take, you know, you know um, uh, he's right. Keep starting it like from the beginning again. I love after we say something, it comes in. And, you know, we were talking about it. The, the, oh, I'm sorry. We were talking about uh, it's just relaxing to go outside. And we all, the three of us, we're all Marlboro. You could say, I guess we're Marlboro men. Yeah. And uh, you said something funny before the show about the what you love about Marlboro. You know, what, you know what I love about Marlboro is whether it's before or after or even during a nice morning job. I can just pull out one and just really go to town. The thing about Marlboro is they motivate you to jog. You know, that's what we were talking about uh, yesterday. Uh, I, I, I don't know how I would get to the gym if I wasn't able to have a cigarette. It's something I look forward to afterwards. I like to work out. I take care of myself. And uh, afterwards, I like to have a cigarette. My kid likes Marlboro. <laughs> Because you know why that made me laugh? That because obviously, if you had a kid, he'd be pretty young, and yeah. it's so gross. My four, you know, my son's fourteen, and he loves Marvel. Smoke, smoke, smoke that cigarette. Now we might make jokes about it, but you know what? We. We love those Marlboros. We love those Marlboros. (laughs) Yeah. I'll give you the last word. Marlboro cigarettes. Whether it's in the morning or at night, there's always time to make time for a Marlboro cigarette. That's right. Time to make time for a Marlboro cigarette. Suck that and smoke down and get hard and come quick. Let me do one. Let me do one. So... Look, at the end of the day, there's just nothing more relaxing than having a meal, putting your chair back, 
and lighten up a cigarette and ashing those ashes right in that food. I'll tell you what. Smoke, smoke, smoke that cigarette. I'll tell you right now, Todd, there's nothing better than Is this bad we're doing No, no, no. There's nothing better than eating a nice dinner that your wife definitely made for you, lighting up one of those cigarettes, uh, leaning back in your chair and just falling asleep for the night. Smoke, smoke, smoke that cigarette. Puff, 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 and if you smoke yourself, you want to do one? Tell St. Peter's the Golden Gate that you hate to make him weak. You've got a. You know, Jake uh, just started smoking on the show, and he didn't smoke, and we didn't care if he did or if he didn't, but he sure has Thank taken Thank you very on. much, Todd. You know what? Growing up, uh, when I was playing Little League, my, my coach would always smoke a lot of cigarettes uh, right in the dugout with us, uh, when, right in the middle of our motiv- his, when he would give a motivational speak. And uh, you know what? It really inspired me later in life, and now that I'm old enough to buy them for myself, I just can't get enough of those cigarettes. Smoke, 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 smoke and cigarette. You gotta smoke them. You know what I thought, Jake? Tell me if it was stupid. I wasn't pointing to the keyboard for you to wrap yours up. I meant, I wonder if you remember that you're playing the music. Because you were over there so into it, and, and like, we get to have you play the music. But I'm thinking, I wonder if he's like, no, and he's got to play it for himself. Did so, you what know? is this, episode number 15 I've been on? Yeah. He knows. He's, no, he's been around the block. Do you want to? Do you want to? I don't know why it's so so. It? It's the juvenile. It's the most juvenile thing I love to do. It's like just going. Do you want to do it again? Oh yeah, yeah. Do you want to do it again? It's endless. Okay, go ahead. A lot of people here know that I'm a religious. Oh, man. you know we should have a little drum spot. Da 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 da. That way, there seems like, and then music comes into existing music. Can you do a little bit, like a little bit of da 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 da? da. Can you play a little so we can get into the beat? Don't do yours yet. Smoke, smoke, smoke that cigarette. That's perfect. You know, he's so talented, he doesn't even know. <laughs> there you go. You know, it's so funny. He'll, he'll always look like, I, I, is there something? And then he gets it. You know why? That's why we're, okay, here we go. You know, a lot of, a lot of people know that I'm a religious man. But uh, even myself can't deny the irresistible taste of the eternal savior that is the Marlboro cigarette. Mm, well, that was good. Sorry, I walked in yours. See what I mean now? If the music comes out, watch what happens now. You know, I think... Try to... And then try hitting it instead of there, but on the drum, actually, with the wood. Nothing's working. Forget it. Smoke, smoke. You know what? I need a goddamn cigarette. You want to hear something great? Hmm. We've been playing it every week. Are you okay now? I feel great, man. Okay, here's what you're, we're going to do. Smoke, smoke. Was that bad what we just did? Like, you no. know what I mean? Like, what if somebody smokes already? We certainly are going to want a cigarette after that bit. If we were getting money, that would be <laughs> gross, right? If we were getting paid for that, we'd be. Everybody knows they're bad, right? Yeah. So if you're taking money from a cigarette company to promote it, it's like. Well, I, mean, I still couldn't. You, you know, it's very easy. Oh, God, I'm going to change the name of the show. Like I've said a million. I've said this a million times, too. I can't even say anything. I'm stuck in a vortex. I'm just going to repeat myself and never apologize again. And that I've said before. No, I haven't said that before, but I did say this. Um, is that uh, it's easy to turn down money. I don't judge people when they do. I'm only repeating myself some of it because, you know, you haven't heard me say it before. But I don't, I'm not judging people when they do ads like, you know, commercials or stuff. Some people do commercials. They're great. Jerry Seinfeld's are always, you know, if they're not funny, they're just they're, – they're not they, – they suit them well, you know. Mm-hmm. They're classic, you know. So I don't judge people, but uh, so it's so it's not like I'm saying I would never take money. I would, there's a lot of ads I would do. So, but it's still, with all that said, it's easy to turn down money that's not offered to you. So I hope 
what I'm about to say, I'm pretty fucking sure from my gut, as much as it would blow, I don't think I could take a million dollars to do a cigarette ad because there's young kids. You know, like even though you think, well, everyone knows it's bad, but I don't know that. Could you? No, I actually tried one time to make an anti-smoking like smoking thing as kind of like a funny video, but I, uh, it was for Christmas, and I had a three-year-old nephew, so I just wrapped him cartons of cigarettes <laughs> and put them under the tree, and I opened. I thought he was going to open the carton of cigarettes and be sad and like bummed out, but instead he opened it and then unwrapped the plastic around it and started shaking them up and <laughs> like he was totally How psyched. old is he? He was three. So he was oh, like, he's so he's like totally psyched on these cigarettes, and it just totally backfired. You, you did that to make your family laugh, obviously. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's but I thought he would cry because he wanted a toy or something. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> no, he doesn't know. No, he just he made a toy out of it. Cigarettes smoke, for everybody. Smoke, smoke that cigarette. If they can't smoke them, then they can uh, play with uh, them. Yeah. <laughs> Give them a lighter. Let them light them on fire. Say that again. Go. If they can't smoke them, they can play with yeah. them, and then bring it in. <laughs> if they can't smoke them, they can play with them. Cigarettes. Let them light them on fire. Smoke, smoke that That's good. I like what you did with the layering. Puff, 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 and if you Set those suckers on fire. Pop them in your mouth. See what happens. Figure it out. Here we go. You ready? If you can't smoke them, play with them. Smoke, smoke, smoke that cigarette. Hi, everybody. I'm Adam Cousins. Puff. You know, I've been smoking for about 45 years, and I love it. That's what you end up doing. After this whole conversation, cut to us driving in the car two years from now. Hi, everybody. I'm Adam Cousins. You know me. It's some hit show on television. You know, I've been smoking cigarettes my whole life. Look at this car. I just love (laughs) this classic beauty. I have to go where the... I have to go where where he plays the music. I have to make it make sense. That's a good improv game. You tell a story and you have to make the sound effects. That's that's fucking great. You want to do it? Yeah. Is that a lot of work to throw no, your no, way? No, I'd love to do that. That's, that's like oh, right at my house. Jesus, alley. I love that you want to do it. That's right, too much it. for me. Let's do it. Smoke, smoke, smoke that cigarette. Are you okay to do it? <laughs> Man, it's pretty rough out here on the farm. Ever since I was a kid, my dad made me wake up and make sure the cows are still mooing. Oh, dad <laughs> shot a cow. <laughs> dad shot another cow. I don't know. Oh, there goes another one. He'd make me wake up every morning and listen to him shoot cows. As the day would go on, there'd be less moves. Oh, there goes another. It's surprising. We do have 7,000 cows. Okay, I'm going to be freeze and direction. It's a new. I've added a layer to this. Let's go back to the gunshot after everyone forgets about it, and now let's see how more we can do without it and then come back to it once we've forgotten about it. So let's go. Go back to the cow bit. Boy, every single morning, my dad makes me wake up and check on the mooing cows. Luckily, today, they're all mooing. But sometimes, people come around and, you know, they uh, mess with the cows. Whether they're hunting for shrooms or... Oh, God, there they are right now. There's a new rich family in town. They shroom with uh, with the helicopter. They, they check out the, the patties about uh, 20 feet above the air. I mean, above the ground and, and see. Oh, they're playing the uh, the theme for the monsters. The elephants are walking by. Oh, the elephant. Oh, there they go. The elephants. <laughs> yeah, there's some. Uh, there's uh, the new Indian family riding an elephant, listening to the theme from whatever TV show this is. Well, they got pulled over. Guilty for being Indian in in Iowa. Sad, you know. Luckily, I have you, my best friend. Uh-oh. That's my dog. His bark sounds mean, but he's real nice. His name's Ben. 
He's a nice Ben. Oh, sorry. Oh, he likes. He I pet him hard. How does your dog do that? How does your dog know how to use the? Uh, what's the that whip? thing he's flicking at you? Oh yeah, that's uh, the whip. I, I've never seen a dog flick yeah, that thing at him. No, oh, I'm used who's to that. It. Oh, hold on. Let me go back to the barn y- house and uh, answer. Uh, let me answer. Uh, hello. The door's answered. Oh, dude, <laughs> you answered the door smoking a bong again, man. Take your mouth out the bong before you talk. That's the best thing I could come up with. <laughs> hey, I'm smoking a bong at your door. <laughs> hey, can I swim in your pool? This is the seventh time today you've come here smoking a bong asking to swim in my pool. I know. Let me just splash Quit around. Splash I feel so much it. better. My... Let's get out of the pool. Let me have fun in your pool. Come okay, on. Fine. All right, fine. Oh, it feels so good. It's nice and cold in here. Yeah, it's good and cold. Can I take a hit oh. of that bong? All right. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Wait. I should have peed in the pool. I didn't mean. You said I could pee in the pool. I didn't. I thought you meant from the high dive. Man, your peeing, peeing in the bong noise sound very similar. Hey, come on, I'll get out of your pool. All right, get out of here, man. Oh, you I'm gonna chainsaw you. Yeah, get out of here. Chainsaw me. Get out of here and leave the bong. Get out of here. Leave Here's the bong. Your bong. I'll throw it at you. Thank you. I'm gonna take a hit of this. I'm out of here, oh, motherfucker. I'm never going back there again. Son of a bitch. You're not. You're stuck. You're not moving. Oh, uh, shit. How do you fucking get this car in right, here? There, I just, you're going to throw grenades at me? Are you shitting me? Yeah, I'm, yeah. Not, I'm leaving. Well, you're messing up my grass. You're messing up my grass. I throw a grenade, all right? Let me just oh, lay so, in your lake. All right, fine. Just lay in my lake. <laughs> you can play with the chickens. You can lay in my lake. You just got to keep your truck and your bong off my property. Oops, sorry. That was an accident. Dude, you just shot one of my chickens. I know. Can I tell you, was that the one you were going to eat, hopefully, anyway? No. That's oh, my pet shit. chicken. That's, oh, that's Mallory, my oh pet my chicken. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? I feel horrible. Yeah, oh, shit. I, I'll Dude, kill them all. You just shot well, them I feel all. I should kill Give them all. Give me that gun. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> that's a fun game. I wonder if it's fun to listen to. <laughs> okay, I got to. Can you do me a favor, yeah. Adam? Do you mind? Can you grab me a bottle of water? Of course. And a shot of Jack. Do you want a shot of Jack? You want a shot of Jack? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Okay, sure. Here's what we're gonna do. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna rehearse this song and we're gonna come back. I, I need to. There's so much. There's not. There's so. Oh my God! I'm in a great mood. It's fun. Okay. So here's what I'm gonna do. We're gonna take a break. And we'll uh, we'll do a shot. Why not? I like Brian Regan because he loves shots. Fun, like when it's just fun. Not always. I don't want to do it all the time, but I like. It's just like it's ingrained in you from like. Let's do. Sh- I was. Can I tell you? Can I tell you? To, I wasn't very popular in high school. So then after I did stand up comedy and I sort of had some friends and I, you know, could hang out and I perceived to be, you know, like I thought they were cool and I'm like, oh, they want to be friends with me. Do you know what I mean? Like, does that make? Is that embarrassing? Yeah, no, that I'm I, admitting that. No, I totally understand what you mean. Okay, so once I was in that sort of at a fun group before I moved out to L.A. Like you know, 21, 22. Uh, like doing all the stuff I wanted to do in high school, so that's why I did it up till till still. Um, thank you very much. Um, Thanks, man. I hate when I bare my soul and then I get embarrassed right away. Oh yeah, yeah. So you meant okay. So once I I was shot. I you know shots galore. Everything. Let's do shots. Shots. <laughs> I would buy shots. You know, I had no. I had no. I had made money doing stand up. I had no bills. I lived at home, so I was like shots. I was like, as long as I got money to buy shots, I want to be that guy. Have you made your living doing comedy since you were eighteen? I, I well, I did live at home, so I started comedy when I was sixteen, and I lived at home, so I didn't make any money. But I think after like a year, it was it was an easy time to start comedy. There was so much work. But what I like to say is this, and I know for a fact, if if I wanted to do stand up the way I wanted to do it, I would have done it. 
today too. I just lucked out that it was easy. But I would have done what everyone has to do today. But there's no doubt it was an easier time because you were going. It just there was more. You know, there was a lot of work. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of work, and to make money. But it also perpetuated a lot of shitty acts too. Right. Now it weeds out some of the shit. That's true. Um. Anyway, let me just. And that's the story of Todd Glass starting. <laughs> that was the worst story in the world. Yours was great. You live in a tent, in a mansion. I don't live in that. I, dude, I got a jacuzzi in my room, there you go. man. I'm, I'm solid. Aristotle. Aristotle. Hey, by the way, play that a lot. Just for no reason. Play that a lot. Just keep playing it. What's this remind you of? Play it again. It's something that happened in your life. Not really. <laughs> you talking about the man who lived in down the street from me? What's this remind you of? And this is, this is, I got this, this is, has to do with something that happened in your life. Reminds me of that time I got 18 pussies. <laughs> or no, how many is it? Wait, you got 18 pussies? Yeah, you, you didn't hear about that? Uh, the other night at the hotel, I got 18 different pussies. Yeah. All of them had boobs. This is funny, right? I know, I, by the way, I think, well, why is it funny, Todd? Because the word pussy's in it? You know pussy to have a double? Like, is that the level of my intelligence? But yet... You know, play it again. But I want to know the same thing every time. Did they know, were they singing this ironically? I usually get the answer from someone that emails me. I'm going to say here, if you had to guess, most of the other songs, I was surprised when they went, yes, they were doing it ironically. It was really in 19, like, some old, yeah. what do you think? Listen to it one more time. Or is it just are they are they doing a double entendre? Or is it back then? No, pussy was a girl. Oh no, pussy was pussy never was a cat. Pussy was a cat. Who would be singing about their puss, their cat? Doesn't make any sense, I right? Think so. oh, no, I think they're singing about their cat. You do? Yeah. Where can you be? They're looking for the cat, man. For sure. Play it over. Maybe I'm missing. It. Are, you, are, you, are you serious? I don't know. By the way, wait. I don't know if this is a like, oh no no this is to, a prank to George Carlin. I don't know. You're probably right. They're so it could be an innocent time. Cat. It's going. Why do they look? Okay. Where, do you roam? Where did you Where roam? Do you roam? I, they're not. Maybe it's a guy on the quest for pussy. Oh, it's like me. He's just trying to find. <laughs> trying to find I sex. love pussy, and I and I hate to say it. Can we talk about that for a sec? Is it bad? Pussy has got to be uh, one of my top loves. <laughs> oh my! I'm the same way. Oh my god! Two guys who don't have any idea how to talk about women. <laughs> Oh, pussy is so cool. It's like, I just like... <laughs> so cool. It's so much fun to like... I'm always like... It's What's just up? like... I just... Like the other night, I was like, how much... You know, all my friends were getting all this... Pu- I was like, getting so much pussy. Yeah. My favorite thing to do is just curl up with a nice, warm pussy and just fall asleep next to it. Hello. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I tell ya. Hello. Boy, Dada, don't even get me started on how much I love girl boobs. Oh, shut the fuck up. These boobs have got to be the best girl ones I've ever seen. <laughs> we were thinking alike. Mm. Okay, listen, here's what I'm going to do. We've never done this before, but you, no, we've done it. This is the most we've ever done anything in a row. 
This is Don Rickles. <laughs> We've done it three weeks in a row. Every time I love listening to it more than the first time. Jake, we find something new about it. This is something, I, if, if it goes the way I want to do it, we'll do it every day. Every single time we do a show, we will listen to this clip. Who's the host? Uh, oh, thank God I remembered something. Who sent us in some of the music so far? So glad we didn't forget some of these songs. What, what's some of the names? Because I... Todd, actually, all the music that we played has not been from anybody who sent anything in so far. No, the beer, pu- the pussy, pussy, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> what has my career turned into? What if my parents decide to listen to this show out of all shows? Todd, oh, I'm sorry, I have a correction here on the board. Kyle McFadden sent in the Here Pussy Pussy song. Okay. Kyle McFadden. Kyle Thanks, McFadden. Kyle. Okay, here's what I have to do. I do have to take a quick break. So, uh, you, you know, want to know the easiest way to go in and out of a break? Like, here's the trick I do. You just do this, you go. Now, now everyone's going to listen for it, but it'll be like, yeah, I could trick you if I wanted to. Oh, but, I, but, I, but I swear to you, like, this is not the way I normally do it, but I wonder if they could hear it. Now they'll be listening closely, but here we go. I'm over-talking it. Here we go. So we're talking, we're talking. Ah, well, 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 what are you going to do? Enough of that. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know what would be fun? Is to try to do like a, uh, you know how that song goes, and see if uh, we can come back with a note and see if we're in the same key to where people don't know that we took a break. Oh, Jesus. That's a lot. That's work for him. Is it? Is that? That's not too hard, is yeah, it? Believe me, this one doesn't want to fucking do anything. <laughs> Sits there like a load of shit. <laughs> and if they get it right, if the voter, if the audience gets it right, then you got to give them five thousand dollars. You know what? Do it, and we'll give it a shot. If we do it, we do it. If not, they'll know we didn't. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. So do it. Uh, so and then we'll take a break as soon as I point or whatever. Is that cool? Yeah. All right. Uh, you, you you guys know that song? That's a new song. Then it goes. Yeah, that, no, that's the exact one. I heard it the other day on K-Rock. <laughs> <laughs> that's the song. <laughs> you know it. Did you like the way I put a question in it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, K-Rock. Okay. That's an Usher song. <laughs> it's Usher. <laughs> yep. You know it. Oh, God. Let's do something different. Just try to enjoy it and don't be immature. Pussy, 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 pussy. Here, pussy, 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 pussy. Yeah, you're asking for, that's looking for a cat. Here, pussy, pussy, pussy. Here, pussy, pussy, pussy. All right, enough of this. It's ridiculous. I love it. Ridiculous. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to play a little Don Rickles. Woo! And we're having a great time. Donnie. Uh, oh, by the way, today, the guy, someone asked who it was. This guy's name is Jack Sklars something? Burr? I forget his last name. It's Jack something. Someone that wants to go YouTube, because you should watch it. You should see what Rickles looks like. But it's Jack something. So I swear to God this is true to George Carlin. Today, on the, today talking to Jake. I go, it's Jack something. He goes, and then he waves. He goes, I don't know. I go, you don't remember his last name? He goes, me off? And I literally <laughs> fucking fall for it. I, I fall for it. I, you know, as soon as it comes out of your mouth, you know, but you still say it. You go, oh, is it Jack me? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it, even, if, even the fact that you're willing to say it, you know. Jack me Shut the fuck up. And that's exactly what I did. I thought it was disrespectful. <laughs> Can I have that pot for a second? Yeah. 
Um, here, pussy, pussy, pussy. Um, but seriously, I don't need to make light of the here, pussy, pussy song. Somebody wrote it, and they don't deserve to be teased. <laughs> so uh, we'll listen to. Um, uh, Our next guest on Live at Five is appearing now through Sunday at the Westbury Music Fair. And each year when Don Rickles comes to town, we look forward to him being with us here on Live at Five. He always has such a good time while he's here. Uh, that's it? Yes. Thanks a million, Jack, for this big opportunity. <laughs> I swear to you, I didn't want to be on this. I didn't want to come yeah. on this thing Pause you made it. me come on and you'll never I'm gonna, see I'm going to overcompliment you right away. I think it is amazing to watch the two of you. By the way, I wanted to play this every week because it's to see the way people react. Comedians, I'm not kidding you, react in such a... You totally, you do, by the way, you did what I did when I first heard it. You did what Rory did when he first heard it. You did what any, you go into this convulsion because all of a sudden Rickles just is on. He goes, you can just picture his face and he goes, oh, thanks for the opportunity. You know, and it's like, and he's about to let loose on a local TV. Well, I think it was a local New York thing. But anyway, I watched the two of you. Yeah. So anyway, I I like to overanalyze this. You know why? Because it's just pure joy for me. Mm Again. I'm fed up, and I hope that thing shortens out your ear. What do you think of that? Thank you very really much. Really fed up with this. Nice I didn't need it. <laughs> Welcome back. Yeah, it's, it's great to be back, Jack, yeah. especially when the guys were holding me in the hall begging me to come on. They were out there offering you money and yeah, everything, right? everything. To, now, it's nice here. to see you, though. Yeah, you're out at Westbury through Sunday. No, no, I'm, I'm in here for the garden show. <laughs> oh, exactly. No, no, I'm, I'm out at Westbury with, with Hal Linden, a wonderful singer. Yes, right. we... Westbury's about 700 miles from the city, and we start out on a Tuesday to open on the well, Friday. It's a whole thing, but it's lovely out there. Well, you look good. You've lost a little weight, you were saying? You... Yeah, I lost about 15 pounds, you know. Got to keep moving with my kind of act. <laughs> and you got to be in shape, otherwise they come and get you. Uh, any particular kind of diet? I mean, did you find uh, something special that worked for you? Or? Well, I look at my wife, and I get a little fed up. <laughs> uh, no, I got a lovely wife. Why would that make I can't eat because we just came back from Paris, and... She shopped. She has a black belt in shopping. Uh, she went bananas. The woman never looked up. The bags were like this. She never looked up once. <laughs> Nothing. Just, uh, Valentino thinks she's part of the family. Uh, it was really, it was really something. It, it really was. She she went crazy. But we had a marvelous time in Paris. You ever go to Paris? No, I don't. You ever leave your house? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, don't do much, you don't do much of anything, Jack. Just sit here with Sue, going, "Is that train still stuck?" By the way, I mean, I watched your news last night. There's a train stuck. I mean, you made it like you know, it was World War Three. I mean, there's three people still in that car saying, "Fix it already." <laughs> that news was really, gosh. I mean, that train should be fixed. A little depressing here in New York. Yeah. I, well, the news is really. You got firecrack stories, really. Now, you don't I saw the lineup for the rest of the show. You can take a nap. Yeah, go to sleep right after this segment. But this is not exactly on fire either, you know. I'm, I'm rolling. You're, you're doing poorly. I'm dying, yes. <laughs> do you, this sounds like a canned question, but you travel around the country. Do you, do you monkey around with your material based on where you're going? If you're down in Miami or in New York versus playing Vegas or the lake out Tahoe or Reno, do you change up what you do or... No, I pretty much come out, get the money, and go home early. <laughs> no, I, uh, people are people. Uh, naturally, if you work Iowa, which I don't plan to work, uh, you would change. If you played Minnesota, you know, you mm-hmm. do German fight songs. But uh, I, uh, I plan to always work in the States. So uh, when I go down to Miami, there's a lot of my people, a lot of Jewish people down there, so I sell bread. <laughs> and uh, and uh, we have a good time around the country because the major gambling cities are, uh, are, are, are the people are very with it. And, uh, of course, New York is great. You know, you've never been out to Westbury. I, I came from Reno. A lot of hip people in Nevada. Oh, Reno's great. I got an uncle that is a leper. <laughs> yeah, he's very ill. And, he's uh, very ill. I love that he has to add yeah, that. Yeah, he's yeah. ill. I got an uncle. He's a leper. Yeah, he's very ill. Yeah, not doing well. 
Oh, oh man. Jesus. How, when was that? Oh. That's 1982. So yeah. Rickles might be 68. Yeah. 67. And, and he looks like a. Still you know, alive? Yes. Yes. Come on. Gosh. You're a comic. You should, you should, it should be like if Kennedy, you, that's, as a comic. he, like 90? He's probably 88. And you should, like, you should know whether he's a, if you're a comic, and I'm, I'm affectionately teasing you, you should, you should, uh, like, it's like Jack Kennedy. You don't remember, you don't go, where was I? Where was I when he died? You know, it's mm. like, you're going to know. Anyway, so it's far. a little morbid when yeah, I'm talking well, about this. I mean, I'm it's just saying, I was saying him. that because. It that, that could have been now. Who knows? Because yeah. he's still like such right. a wah 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 wah. I'm 88 years old. You know what I mean? I it's know. still it's still funny to see those guys. Like you know, they're 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 just hilarious. Till like when I used, I remember watching. Who are some other people? Like Rodney. Yeah. Like you know, like really right up till maybe the last year and a half, two years, he was starting to have a little. But that's amazing. You know, and that's that's okay. It's like still at the end. You know, like. You know that you could tell it's that's maybe becomes a little bit of a struggle, but to like, except for the last two years, it's like you watch them and you're like, holy fuck! Like there, it's amazing. Yeah, you yeah. know, you you hope that you could be like that. And and uh, and and is it Rob Reiner? Rob? Yeah, Rob Reiner. Reiner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the son? What's his son's name? Carl Reiner. Oh no, Carl's the Carl's dad. the dad. Rob's the son. Yeah. You guys Bob, are... Bob Newhart was at the Emmys this last year. He was hilarious. Really? That's he's still great. hanging in there. He's a different style than those guys, but he's a lot slower, but he's hilarious. I love. Yeah, that's great to, to uh, you know, they're like w- comedy legends that are living. Who still do stand-up. It's so strange to me that some back then there was a time in the 50s if you were a stand-up comedian, you were always a stand-up comedian. Yeah. I feel like in the 80s a lot of stand-ups became movie stars or a few, a handful, and then just immediately stopped because there's a weird demand. I don't know. What do you think about that, Todd? What? Like, Let me hear your like, question. Uh, like Eddie Murphy not doing stand-up or oh, somebody like think- Jim Carrey. It was like a stand-up. And you know it what just I think? Stops. I just look at it like in every era. There's people that, you know, some have it in your blood. Some by the thing. Some have the hypothetical conversation. I'm sure they go, "Oh, I would never stop doing stand-up," and then they do. But I think mostly, you know, like I can tell you, I would never stop doing stand-up. Mm. But there are guys that never stop. But some, you know, maybe it's they don't love it as much. To once they don't, you know, they maybe have money in other areas that it's like they don't crave it. You know, mm-hmm. it's either, it, they don't crave it. And you could go, how could you argue with that? How could someone go, no, I craved it. No, you'd still be doing it. You'd still be doing it. Uh, you might, you know, like, uh, you know, no matter who it is. And, and, and by the way, even the greats, the I mean, who's greater mocking the conventions of stand-up than Steve Martin? Right. I mean, when you think right. about it, he was mocking the conventions of stand-up 40 years ago. That's fucking crazy. So obviously I have an unamount, a, a, a great deal of respect for him. But still, he didn't crave doing the stand-up. Because he would go, well, it got hard with the big arenas. If you craved it, you'd, you'd just work 500-seat rooms and go, fuck it, I'm not doing it for the money. Yeah. You would just go, yeah, I can't do the big arenas anymore. I just go work 500-seat rooms. But you don't crave it. You might have liked it at one time. But you don't crave it. Yeah. Who were the guys that didn't stop? Most do, it seems, right? Uh, Robin Williams ish. Like yeah, a, you're right. Robin Williams did I mean, it pretty much through it all, yeah. right? Like Kevin James, mm-hmm. like, well, he still performs. I'm, I'm, you know, I know. Chris Rock will make movies, but like he's always been predominantly a stand. David Spade, he's in movies. He kept doing it. Yeah, yeah, but not. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't like Jim Carrey status, but he's no, in. no. You're right. David Spade uh, does, and I and I and I go on the road with uh, um, you think. Yeah. I'm just changing the name completely. <laughs> um, uh, Richard Pryor, did he do it all the way to the end? Yeah. David Spade. He'd go out the store. Yeah. He did, yes. 
You know, that's, uh, that's true. And by the way, David Spade, not that he needs this plug, is doing an hour special, which I begged him to do for two funny. years. That'll be because cool. he's funny. He is I, I, he is really funny. His comedy is like, you know, it's weird that it just happens to be was sort of in the style of what it's a little more. You know, if you get caught in the eighties, if you're one of those comic in the 80s and you just didn't grow because you stopped doing it and you come back to do it you're doing like a delivery that is just like everything else like fashion it changes it's not disrespectful to the to the old way it just morphs into something different not in disrespect to the old way like the old way was bad the old way is what it was then it morphs into all these different things and if you never stop you just keep going with it slowly you know like george carlin or whoever it is you know guys in even our arena eddie pepitone never and you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like Eddie's not even – Eddie's in our – I'm saying not in the uh, – Eddie just – you know, he's – there could be some other guy his exact same age could be going, yeah, you know, that new thing. No, Eddie's like fucking just morphed with it. But if you stop and you come back with this 80s formula, it's sort of – it's sad. You watch someone that you like even. You're going, oh, there's just – the, yeah, it's things of they, – they stop. But with Spade, it's still – he's very subtle and very uh, – you know, it's very, uh, it's very sort of not like, not that hey, yeah. the eighties. You know, they very much. Here's the anyway. I'm, I'm. Um, I t- well, the reason I was bringing it up is because I recently was a friend of mine's directed a, a like a short video for with Jim Carrey in it, and I went and was hanging out, and uh, he just approached me and because he found out through his assistant or whoever that me and this guy Josh Fadum were comedians, and he they just came and started hanging out with us. On Jim Carrey, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, it was ridiculous. For like thirty minutes, he was like, uh, "At your house? No, not at my house. It was at, Where? A, 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 at Funny or Die, at the studios." Oh, okay. And he comes up and he goes, uh, "Hey, you guys are comedians." My friend tells me uh, you're pretty funny, or he saw you and he said you're pretty funny. His friend, his producing partner, whoever it was, and uh, we were like, "Oh, yeah, like, what's going on?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we don't. You know what I mean? He sits down and he goes, God, that's really that's really cool. I feel like he was like searching for someone he could maybe hang out with for a little bit mm. while he had a break. And he just found the two comics and just sat down with us. Cool. And he was like, so what do you do? And uh, I and my friend said, uh, I'm a physical comedian. Josh Fadum is like this amazing physical comic. And uh, Jim Carrey just went off on like his philosophy on physical comedy and how like – how it changed his life and all of this stuff and um he gave us his whole timeline with rodney dangerfield and told us all these amazing rodney dangerfield stories and like how he changed his life because i guess jim carrey when he was a kid would open for rodney dangerfield when he was like 21 or however old 23 and uh he said uh he was just doing impressions in vegas and he hated it he hated doing it they were tailoring him to become the next vegas guy and he just didn't want to do it because he looked at rodney every night and was like he was opening for rodney he was like that's what I want to do. I just want to be funny on stage and um, like universally funny is he, what, he, what he would say. And Rodney goes, kid, don't do the impressions tonight. Just go out there and do your thing. Don't worry. I'll be laughing. I think you're funny. So Jim Carrey went out and would like sweep the stage for 20 minutes, <laughs> making people think that he was the janitor <laughs> before the – and then he would be like – that's been my time. <laughs> oh my god! And uh, I... he would bomb. He said he bombed for three months in Vegas, and Rodney. But he would look to the wings and see Rodney laughing, and so he was like, "It's all. It's everything's going to be okay." Can, can I tell you why I love that story? Not only would that have been a great story if I didn't tell you what I'm about to tell you, but it definitely adds to it. I don't. I know Jim Carrey. Like you, you know, we all know people. Like if you know them, you know. Hey, how you doing? You say hi. You're aware of each other, but you're not friends. 
So there's so I don't know this, and I've always wondered it, and I would always say, eh, one day if I see him, I might just ask him. Yeah, you see him at a party, I might go, hey, look. So here's what I always wanted to ask him when I saw him was like, I know the story of you. Uh, uh, deciding I don't want to do that old act anymore. Yeah, I, re- I remember hearing that, but that's all I knew. I didn't know how it came about, but I knew that he went to a lot of the clubs where he was doing this very polished impersonations, and they were great impersonations, but he didn't want to do that anymore, but that's what the crowd wanted, and then he wasn't doing it, and clubs were like calling, like his Matt, what the fuck is he doing? And then he just blossomed into like... And I, I didn't know the details of yeah. it, so I like hearing some details of it. I never knew I never knew any of them. He gave us the most amazing and thorough timeline. He said so he quit doing those impressions, and that's I guess, the reason. Was, do you remember the year? Because I thought it was like about 90. When he quit doing impressions? No, it was before that. It was, was even before but that. But here's, here's what happened, he said. Is he said he quit doing the impressions and felt amazing in Vegas, even though he's bombing because he had Rodney's support. He gets back to L.A., Nobody wants anything to do with him. He bombs all of his showcases. There was this hype on Jim Carrey, this young, you know, comedian. He could, he has all these showcases, bombs all of them. Questions whether he wants to even do it anymore. He lives in he and he. This is what made me feel so good. Is he goes? I was living in Echo Park in a hmm. one bedroom apartment with a child, uh. or my wife, my girlfriend was pregnant, and uh, then somebody approached me and said, "You got to go. Come to this. Just come to the comedy store. Do whatever." And he would go to the comedy store and just continue to bomb, but he would get paid 50 bucks a night, and he needed the money so bad. And um, he said uh, Damon Wayans would laugh at him. Like comics would kind of laugh at him bombing. His friends would kind of laugh at him. And uh, he would like – the audience hated him so much he would have to hide in a piano and stuff like that (laughs) at at the comedy store. And then uh, he said one night I did something – and I was making somebody laugh really hard, and this is what like touched me. And I asked them, like, whoa, whoa, why are you laughing so hard? And they didn't even speak English. And I realized that it was because of my physicality, and that's when I realized that that's what it takes to be universally funny is like putting out an energy that can make somebody who doesn't even speak your language laugh. And, I, and like me and Josh were looking at each other like, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, and then he said that was 10 years in, and that's when – Damon Wayans was like, do you want to do Living Color? And that's when everything happened. But it took, you know, 10 years for him to become a confident and happy stand-up on stage. That's great. I love, I love, uh, I love that. Because I knew so, like I said, I knew so uh, little about the, the details of it. But I remember seeing him one night at the Melrose Improv. And I only saw him twice. So what I'm, what I'm saying now is only from the two times I saw him. Mm-hmm. It's good. I'm just saying, I don't know if that's what he always did. But the two times I saw him when he was not doing well... He was trying because I don't have any respect for someone that thinks it's cool to go out and bomb. It's like, no, try. If you're bombing genuinely, fuck the crowd. Right. But if you he I was dying and I wasn't faking it. Like, I remember thinking, like, I didn't know what he did. I'd only seen the old thing. He had been doing E.T. at the time where his head would come out of his shirt. And it yeah. was like and then I went in there. He was doing something on gun control. Like, I thought that motherfucker just made an anti-gun joke. Yeah. And he did it by, like, I forget the bit, but it was, like, by him dropping a gun and doing this weird, silly thing. And I was like, fuck. And then I saw him one other time. He, that time he actually did pretty good. Yeah. The next time he wasn't doing good. But he was trying. He was out there, like, boom, 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 this. And then fucking all just, you know. It, it was – you know why it was also inspiring to me is that that 80s comedy – and by the way, I was there. So I'm glad, like, I'm – you know, I'm not, like, somebody shitting on the 80s. It's like I was – I did – and I wasn't – I couldn't do it. If I was 20, it would sound like I was being like a dick. Oh, the 80s comedy sucked. But there was a thing in the 80s. Not everybody, not everybody 
adhered to it. There were the cool comedians. But they made you think if you were physical or did anything different. No. You just do a set for the Tonight Show. And if you did anything else different, they didn't have the ability to go, oh, my God, that's brilliant, silly. And I remember asking somebody. I, I, I remember saying to people, I don't fucking remember the answer. I go, wait, so Steve Martin? Like, you're not. Oh, well, Steve Martin is Steve. So, in other words, there could be nobody that would come along after him that would be physical, that would be brilliant physical. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's good monology and there's bad monology. There's good silly, there's bad silly. And it was sort of, it was, it was sort of like scoffed at in that period. And it was fucking horrible. Like there were some comedians, they weren't meant to do a tight set. Right. You know, and then um, I, I feel like I hope we're at a more fair point in comedy right now. We will grow, I hope, and we'll always change. But I hope we don't look back on the era now, because I don't presume we will, as being unfair to any style of comedy. Don't you think we're in an era that if it's deep good, you love it? If it's silly good, you love it? If it's a, all we care about, if it's good, I don't care. There's so many different categories of good. I feel like this, gen, this sort of era celebrates all of them, mm-hmm. not like the 80s spitting on anything that was different, you know? Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I think we're in a great, like, weirdly, strangely supportive place in comedy to where I, I'm not uh, very – I don't feel th- as threatened by the industry as uh, people probably did in the 80s. Because there was so many – there was so – you're right, because there was also so few outlets that if yeah. the one was to do a tight set – that's why Rodney, you know, was great because he went and uh, did those specials uh, for comedians that uh, didn't uh, – the Tonight Show really wasn't their venue. I mean, he had Jerry Seinfeld on, so Jerry could have also done The Tonight Show. But a lot of them were guys that were like, shit, what are you – they're not getting on The Tonight Show because it's not that type of act. So Rodney comes along and introduces the audience to, you know, Sam Kinison and and uh, Andrew Dice Clay, you know. So yeah. it's not my – obviously, you know, the way I probably feel about him at his height of his popularity. But still, fucking Andrew Dice Clay, like, he wasn't going to get on The Tonight Show. Yeah. Know? And then a lot of other acts, too. I forget a lot of their names, you know. Bob Nelson. Mm-hmm. Who was a, you know? Uh, who still does stand up comedy? But Bob Nelson was, I think, you know, from when I remember him in the beginning, just br- silly, just fucking great silly. Mm-hmm. Um, There's nothing better than a comedian who's committed to silly, and who doesn't like wink or anything like that. Who is just that? And you know who does? Like, I I say it a person who I call it a person who is comedy. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. You know who does both? I I just thought of this as you're saying it. Like, who's dark and dark and, like, fucking very dark, but also silly? Eddie Pepitone. Yeah. 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 Like, that's why I think maybe it does it for me so much. Because Eddie Pepitone, I mean, you know, it's like the, it's the, it's, if I had to say the person that makes me laugh the hardest, hands down, Eddie Pepitone. Mm -hmm. It's like in that league, it's like, there's a lot of comedians I really fucking like. But in that league of like, like I've said, punch up. But I am gonna fucking. First, I'm gonna think I'm gonna die, but I know I'm not. I'm just laughing so hard, and you just say it. I'm gonna die, but you know you're not. And then, not die, but like where I get to the point where I go, okay, no, really, now I need a breath. I'm getting nervous. That type of laughter. That's what Eddie Pepitone does for me. Eddie Pepitone, uh, first time I ever saw him was probably one of the hardest times I've ever laughed in my life. Him just yelling at Judd Apatow, and was on the stage, just like. But was Judd there or not? No. But he goes, yeah, he was, he was mad at Judd. Yeah, he's just mad at – that was a bit that he did for a while. Judd never did anything to him. Uh, <laughs> That's what makes it even funnier. Uh, <laughs> leave Judd alone. Listen, I'm working on a new show with Judd, so I try to be very careful. I'm, I'm not. I'm just kidding. Um, Judd. Listen, I got something uh, I'm going to play for you, and I think you're going to like it. 
I think I definitely. You know what? Let's take. Hey, do you know this song? Hmm. Do you mind if I? It's like bump a bump a bump 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 a bump a bump 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 a bump a bump 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 Yes, that song. Okay, yeah, I, knew oh, that one. I know that one. You knew it, yeah. Isn't that great? I love that song. Oh, I love that song. It's funny you knew it. Ba da bum, and then you. Yeah. Bing, bing. Woo, woo. Yeah, it's on my playlist. Listening to the Todd Glass Show, America. Our guests tonight are Whitmer Thomas and the always charming Adam Cousins. Over on the drums is Aristotle. Aristotle, go nuts. Hello. Oh no, that's done. Um, how are you? That guy, the way whose name was uh, Jack something, that uh, was interviewing Don Rickles. That was good. You guys, you didn't have to sing that song. That was very nice of you. <laughs> so there's this. Don't play that anymore, please. What is that? I don't know. I think that's that uh, song "Do Doody Dum Dum" by the Do Doody Dum Dums. They're a band. They're wait, who sings this? The Do Doody Dum Dums. Yeah. Well, no, that's the name of the song, but who's the band? The the Duty Dum Dums. The Duty Dum Dums. It was produced by Robert the Duty Dum Dum. You look like you're agreeing with him. Is this? What no, is that's it? the name of the song. It's yeah. what? The Duty Dum Dums. Play the song. That's the name of the song. Yeah, no, the band is also called the Duty Dum Dum. Let me hear it again. Yeah, what do you think? I want to book them at my party. That's a guy calling on the <laughs> phone, your management company. Like, if, they, if they're the duty dum-dums, right, yeah. say, say, Brillstein Entertainment, 
Realstein Entertainment. Yeah, hi. Do you guys uh, manage the duty dum dums? Uh, yes, in fact, we do. Well, diddly duty. <laughs> <laughs> enough with that bit. All right, enough. You can't. Uh, you can't keep. Oh on. wait, I should have said no. I'm a waiter. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, come on, enough already. I think you're getting something on the side. Are you getting money? Come on, turn that off. Seriously, turn that music off. Turn the cigarette music off. I'm not even joking around. You know what? That's how Chris ended up losing his job. It's a little bit offensive. Todd, you know what? I'm not, I'm not getting any money, but growing up... Um, at the dinner table, my mom would always smoke cigarettes, and it, it, it does really, bring back good memories. It does. It does bring back good memories, and it really just gives me an appetite for life. Smoking cigarettes, love it. Smoke, smoke, smoke that cigarette. Oh, you want to hear something funny? Pause this out. Pause it out, Mikey. Pause it out, Mikey. Um, this is the coolest guy in the world, and there's a video with him walking around. He's like walking. He's got a suit on. He's he's like walking like like I call. He's jiggling cashews in his hand. <laughs> Now, the reason I'm playing the old version is because then you won't believe. And you talk about good podcasts. I have every fucking right. I have every right to say, and we'll find out next week. That's what they do until I don't make you wait. Right now, I tell you that, I mean, you might wait two minutes or three minutes, but I'm not going to go, and we'll be back. And you don't have to listen. This, so this is the song. The video is online, and it's a guy walking down the street. He sees girls. He's shaking his peanuts. He doesn't really have peanuts, but he's got his hands. And he walks like a little bit open-footed. Like, you know that guy, you know, he's walking, but he's open-footed in his body, and he's got a blazer on. It's double-breasted, and he's turning the corner, and he's winking at people. So this is the first version, and this is the video. Hey, man! This is the best-looking man in the world. Up in a brim brand room, and clean, clam clean up a rim ram room. We're going to give you a chance in a second. Oh, yes. Okay, listen. So there's that guy. You're, by the way, today, this week's video is going to be one of you two, both, walking around to this music. On, do we have someone has a cell? Do you have a, do you have a camera on yeah, your phone? I do. do you mind videotaping it? Yeah, then absolutely. I'll, I love okay, it. so listen. We find a version. Somebody sends it to us. Who sends it to us? There we go. That would be Lyricist Joe. Oh, oh Lyricist Joe, Joe sent us this. That's right. I forgot. He's the one that sent us this. No, no bullshit. So uh, we found, not that it's a big deal, but for me it was. Who, who? Play the original again. Play the original. Hey, man. This is the best looking man in the world. By the way, I have a question. Do I have control over the volume for the people at home? Like, if I want them to hear it louder and I turn it up here, do they hear it louder? Because I thought maybe you put it through an equalizer, maybe. Because you you do. So 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 that so everyone thought I was. Oh, you were all looking at me like, of course, if you play it louder, they hear it louder. And then you're like, oh, maybe they don't. Uh, Maybe we. I have to talk to Katie about that because you know sometimes I want them to hear it the loud as I hear it. Hmm. I don't want to put through an equalizer. <laughs> I'm gonna. Oh, wait till. What do you have to? S- well, the equalizer is for like our voices. I know, so I know. Out, but if you do play the music louder, it, it does get louder. It so does. All right, down. let me hear. That's how I want people to hear it, like this. Slam, 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 bang, 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 bang. 
then he turns around and he starts walking. All right, so now here's uh, Frank Sinatra. Can he make it? Take a mip map mop and a brim bram broom and clim clam clean up the rim ram room because your bim bam baby is coming home tonight. Get my slim slam slippers and my easy chair. Run your <laughs> flim flam fingers through my greasy hair. Hey, run your flim flam fingers through my greasy hair. Let me hold you tight. Been north and south and east and west. But even a honeybee needs some rest When I get my jacket and my trousers pressed I follow the swallow right back to my nest Don't you whim-wham worry if my train Hey, don't is you whim-wham worry. Are you whim-wham worrying? No, I'm not whim-wham worrying. Uh, I don't want you to whim-wham worry. Hey, I wasn't whim-wham worrying. You Quit. look like you're whim-wham worrying. Quit frim-fram freaking out, all right? I wasn't frim- What do you mean frim-fram freaking no, out? I, I ain't frim-fram freaking out. Take a mip map mop and a brain. Hey, did you take my mip map mop? I didn't take your mip map mop. You took my mip map mop. I didn't take your mip map mop. I, I think you think he took my mip map mop. Quit a quit a cum doom using them. All right. Well, my easy chair. Run your flim flam fingers through my greasy hair. Then kiss me, baby. You took. Wait a second. I think you took my flim flam mop. Hey, if you accuse me of taking your flim flam mop, I'm gonna write a song about it. I think I wrote a song about me. And a brim bram broom and clim clam clean up the rim ram room. Did you clim clam bim bam baby? Did you bim bam baby clean up the room? I did bim baby clean the room. Get my slim. What do you want me to say? I cleaned up the room. You gonna accuse me of cleaning up the room? Fingers through my greasy hair. I can't even look at you. Kiss me, baby. Let me hold. You need to limb lamb look at him. All right, limb lamb look at him. Why don't you mind your own business? You limb lamb mind your own business, man. Business, Just mind your own business. You know what I'm saying, all right? What should I do? Dad, I'm sick of always talking this way. Drawing a shim sham shuttle on a frim fram freight. Ah, the frim fram babies. I want to close every show like with just walking through the crowd, giving people the mic, letting them go. Come on, sing along. Everybody watch this. See, if, see how close we can stay to the song. See how close we can stay. We're starting from the beginning, but really try. All right, really. Here we go. Reverb, reverb. Take a mip map mop and a brim bram broom and clean up the rim-lam block Cause your brim bram baby and a bop 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 tonight I get it I got a slim slam slippers and my easy chair On your flip-flop-flop and a slip-flop bear Got a kissing baby Let's make the bit we try after we hear it We try to repeat it right after we hear it Like we obviously But even a honeybee needs some rest Come on, everybody at home, sing along. Just like us. Come on, baby. Just wit. Just wit. All right, I'm ready. Let me sim Sam. Sing it. All right, here we go. Just wit. All right, hold on now. Come on, with just a you. A couple more. Just uh, gearing up here. <laughs> Can't wait to sing it. 
Sing it loud, sing it proud. <laughs> All right. A couple more measures. Maybe. Map mop and brim bram bop and have a lot of fun in building doom. All right. Then maybe just get having fun tonight. You know I love it. Get my mop. I gotta put it in my mouth and love you till the top of my. Kiss me, baby. Let me have fun. Frank Sinatra. Just Adam. What is better than this song in life? Nothing. It's a pretty good song. I'm not even joking around. The song Walk of Life by Dire Straits is probably a little bit better. We don't have internet. I like any song that's like, uh... Hold on. Get the, what's this? Get that CD um, out of... Go, we have <laughs> we took one of the CDs out of your car. Okay. Oh. Can we play what it is? Yeah, just go ahead and play First it. First of all... I Come on, the, man. I love that you still have CDs. Uh, Do you well, still listen to CDs? I listen to CDs all the time. You have an iPod... You have a, your phone. You have an iPhone. Yeah, and I, I saw you have a hookup in your car for that. I listen to CDs. I'm, I'm uh, vintage. Play the CD we found. What is this? Yeah, that's, that's the duty dum dum. You know these people? Yeah, yeah. I don't know them personally. I mean, they came out of the sixties, the duty dum dum era. I said, why don't one of you come up and sit beside me? And this is what the seven girls said. Seven girls. Together now, one, two, three. Keep your mind on your drive and keep your hands. These were the good old days. The duty dum dum era. You ever hear these? What would you do if your city asked you to do a commercial for them? Like, you know, this is Florida. This is just advertising Florida, which I think is... In Florida, you can feed your passion for a palm-fringed green, a river of grass, and an emerald sea. You can journey through time and through a timeless place. Florida. Make a splash. You're going to love it. Now, if you, if, where are you from? Alabama. And where are you from? Almost Florida. Uh, Seattle. What if they asked you to do one for Seattle? Give them some betting music. What would you say from your heart? Hold on. Let's let's move the mic in front of you. I always like when things are centered. You you just got hired. You 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 uh, you you um you're big in Seattle, and they've come to you. This people Seattle, the city of Seattle. They approach you. They want you to do one of those in Florida, and you're yeah. like, hi everybody. This is Adam Cousins. You know, in the great city of. Okay, give them some betting music. Hi, my name is Adam Cousins, and I'm a representative here from the city of Seattle, Washington. Now, a lot of people have been saying things about us here in Seattle, but I want to clarify. This is a fine place to live, a wonderful society, a great civilization. If you don't move to Seattle, there's a problem with your own mind. So if you don't move here, i got to tell you right now, everybody, situation's going to happen. It's not going to be a good situation. It's going to be a bad situation. Why don't you move here to Seattle, Washington, the pride of the Pacific Northwest. Seattle, it's for boring people. <laughs> they try to market it after that ad. They don't know what to do. Seattle, do you want to meet boring friends? I don't know if that made any sense. Where famous people kill themselves. <laughs> Where are you from? Alabama. Almost Florida. Hello, everybody. This is Whitmer Thomas, Alabama native. Do you all like people who are trying desperately to uh, remove themselves from the past? 
Well, I'll tell you right now, Alabama's the place for that. There's two solid places there. That's Birmingham and Gulf Shores. Hell, you might not like their opinions. You might not like how they say things. But, I mean, you might like you might not like what they're saying, but fuck, man, you're going to like how they're saying it. It's Alabama. You like barbecue. You like having sex on golf courses in the middle of the night. Oh, buddy, you're going to like Alabama. Do you like one black kid in every high school? Oh, God. Well, Alabama's going to be the place for that. Uh, do you like places where you cannot understand what they're saying, but you can tell that there's still hate behind it? Yeah, that's Alabama for you. Uh, but also, it's on the Gulf of Mexico, and uh, that's a beautiful place to visit. So if you're ever going to come down Alabama, just go straight to Pleasure Island. That's where I'm from, and that's where uh, a person who likes to have a fun time and keep their mind open belongs. Pina Colada's on the beach. Jimmy Buffett wrote a song called Cheeseburger in Paradise about Pleasure Island. So uh, let's do it. Come to Alabama. Heart of Dixie. Alabama. You know, there's still a place where you can say what you want. <laughs> Alabama. Say what you really think. Where'd you come from? Where'd you come from? Where'd you come from, Blake? I mean, uh, Jake. Greetings, sailors. It's your captain, Jake Adams. And I'm a resident of Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Oh, excuse That's me. That's right. Enjoy wearing sweaters around your waist and playing golf. Do you own a scooter? Schooner? Come on out. Do you own a scooter and a scooter? Do you scooter on your schooner? That's right. Come on down to Cape Cod, Massachusetts. We have clam chowder. We have the Cape Cod Melody Tent. We have the Cape Cod Baseball League. Everything we have, it has Cape Cod in the beginning of the name. Do you enjoy hot days on the beach and smoking hot girls and guys? Come on out to Cape Cod. If you have white hair and are old, it's accepted. We enjoy old people and tourists. That's right. Come on out. We have rotaries and more things that start with Cape Cod. Cape Cod. You're going to feel rich. I used to think everyone that lived there was rich. They probably are. You made it sound nice. It is nice. Hot right? guys and girls. Yeah, what's going on over here, Jake Mr. Open Minded? Whoa. 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 Guys and girls, if you know, he's like the new generation. They just see beauty, and no matter who it is, and that's the way it's going to be eventually. Right? Yeah, you know, the future. The future. In the future, people will just be attracted to everybody. Um, in the future, what's this? Let's see if you can do this. I love that these are songs. There was a boy in Arkansas who wouldn't listen to his ma when she told him he should go to school. Go to school. Go He'd to school. Sneak away in the afternoon, take a little walk, and pretty soon you'd find him at the local auction barn. He'd stand and listen carefully, then pretty soon he began to give me five, give me five, give me ten, give me ten, give me five, give me five, give me five, give me ten. He said, Oh my, it's pussy. I got pussy over here, I got pussy over there, I got pussy everywhere. Come on, they want to bid on the pussy. Is this a show? That's infectious. What you were just doing. Is this technically on a show? It's a great show. You, you want to try doing that song, the karaoke version? Wait, I had an idea. 
Go ahead, keep playing it. Should okay. I keep playing? Wait, it? No, no, no. It's an idea for you. It's an idea about you pitch something real fast. I want to do a sketch, but can you, or maybe, or can you do that thing on my voice? That oh, prattle? no, I can't. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You mean this thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. So act like you're in the recording <laughs> booth, and 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 you're trying to sell a. Uh, uh, you're talking about a software. And you're trying to sell it on a laptop. So say like this software will fit on will uh, go with any laptop, okay. no matter what kind. Okay, and I'm gonna buzz in and just roll with it. This software will fit on any laptop. Uh, hold on, Todd. Hey, it's me, recording booth guy. Uh, <laughs> you mentioned a laptop. I'm not totally positive people are gonna know what that is. So uh, could we uh, start again, please? Here, let me get my recording. Just uh, there we go. That's better. Todd, uh, you mentioned a laptop. Yeah, I'm just reading copy in here. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe change it to something else. I don't know if anybody's going to understand what a laptop is. People aren't going to understand what a laptop is. Now, what is uh, let's get Chris in here. Chris, what's a laptop? A uh, laptop, that is a, uh, it's, 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 it's like a computer, I believe. Wait, I'm, I'm right about confused. that. <laughs> Does this mean, like, in the future, the laptop will be archaic? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I just well, think it's I a heard. Fun, it's I a think fun. it's funny giving a guy direction in a booth till he gets angry. Do you okay. want to try that? Yeah, that's what I wanted to do. <laughs> okay, hold, hold but on. But it's also the guy behind the booth oh. is very stupid. How about how about you? You're stupid, but keep giving me direction. <laughs> like, no, you're happy, but you're more che- cheerful. Okay, you yeah, seem yeah. being cheerful. And, oh, my God, you know what? Um, so we got it taken care of? Yeah. Well, everybody, let's just take a deep breath, okay? <sighs> You want to be the guy who, uh, yeah, what do you want to do? What are we in the mood to do? Uh, you, did I play Don Rickles? No. No, I think I did do that. No. no I played I Don Rickles, it. right? I didn't yeah, hear it. I, did you Rickles? Don Rickles? No, I definitely did Don Rickles. No, I, I would remember Don Rickles. Rickles. Play a little bit of Don Rickles. Maybe they'll remember. New York and comes from Reno. You <laughs> con somebody. There are some newspaper columnists here that I got a cousin that might know. Yeah, he lives in Minnewauk. What's that town? Winnemucca. Winnemucca. Say you knew it. Right, right. When you hit a bell, give him a prize. Okay, you won the prize. It's a little Indian settlement. It's a great area. Yeah, Winnemucca. You have the governor of Jersey coming in now. Yeah, he'll be in after you. Yeah, he was outside with a canteen. Selling water? Yeah. Looking for water. All started in a little high school in Jackson Heights. Jackson Heights. No, and, and Elmhurst, and which Elmhurst. is now uh, Columbia. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a wonderful, wonderful experience. Uh, I went to Newtown High School, and I studied failure. <laughs> and uh... You guys are just, you know, just... Hey, do you want to try to sing that song? That, that uh, Hey, we found a karaoke version. Can you fucking believe it? Oh, I'd love to. All right, can you turn... You want to just turn that around and let them read it off your computer? Or do, you, do we put it up there? Hey, everybody, what's my, my name? Are you all right, Jake? Yeah. Your grandmother's probably home crying right now. Jacobs! She goes, oh, my God, why would he say such nice things? She's, 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 they know something about me. <laughs> yeah. okay. Joe, Joe. Here we go. You going to try your hardest? Dude. Can you put some reverb in his voice? Show him a little respect? Yeah, let's do this. Hello. I'll tell you what, we, we had Judd Apatow in here a few weeks ago. He gave him all... Are you supposed to be reading? Be oh, I didn't know it started already. Oh, yeah, started over again. Sorry. I didn't even like the way that came in so loud. <laughs> it's good they block things out or whatever they do, they equalize it. <laughs> I know nothing. <laughs> Here we go. It's hard. 
Hey, hey, well, they're all right, sir. Here they go. I'm gonna give them a, a little. Well, you give it thirty, make it thirty bid, and a bid, and a bid, and a bid, and a thirty-five who would make a bid five and a five and a bid, and a forty dollars on as a buy. There, there was a boy from Arkansas who wouldn't listen to his mom when she told him that he had to go to school. He sneaked away in the afternoon and take a little walk, and pretty soon you find him at the local auction bar. <laughs> He'd stand and listen and listen carefully And pretty soon he'd begin to see The auctioneer could raft us rapidly <laughs> He said, oh my, it's too to die Gotta learn auction guy Gotta make mark the auctioneer A $25 bid, now $30 Make a $30 bid, now $35 Give me $35, make a $35 But even if I would have been a $35 bid <laughs> That's impossible. That was so good. Uh, I, I was, does anybody else want to try that? Do you okay, think you well, can try it? Real quick. I didn't know that it was that kind of song, man. So you, at first I just thought that I was saying, dollar bit, dollar bit, biddy bit, dollar. I was like, whoa, I can't talk. And then I was reading. I was like, oh, it says biddy dollar bit. Biddy dollar bit. You can make up anything you want at that point. That's when you go, five dollar here and a five. That's when you improvise, I think, and you just get as close as you can as the way they, yeah, 30 over here, 35, five, five, and then you can just go back to the song. Yeah, you just sort of improvise that, yeah. I think. Look at me giving direction. <laughs> All of a sudden, I know. Aristotle, do you want to try it? You look, why? But you uh, always on, look Stato. so confident over there. Like you, you always look like, oh, I could totally do that. No, that's way too hard. It is way too hard. Do you want to try? Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't have to. I don't want to make you. I did want to make you, but that's not nice. I could like. Yeah. I, here's the way I like to do it. If, if Sensei wants to do it, then I don't mind pushing him. But if he doesn't want to do it, I want you to want me to try. I do want oh, you to try. I think nice now you know. Them. Now you're fucking doing it. Nah, that's right. Here we go. Let's put it. Turn it around. And really try your hardest. Don't. This is not a joke. <laughs> I want you to do it again. I'd no love jokes. to. By the way, I always. This is when I get nervous. Well, all right, hold sir, on, here on, we hold, go hold, there. Hold, 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 what are you going to give him no, for? Wait a second. <laughs> wait, wait a second. Wait, wait. Hold on. Wait. Shh, shh. I know. We have to. No, we're not good until I say we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Jake. Jake, we're good. You know, <laughs> you know, could, you don't, you have, but Jake, it's so funny because you're like, why could have Todd stopped that? And you want to guess why? I, I have no idea. Do you want to guess? You'll never guess. Because you're right. Like, the music came on. What was the problem? The computer was, in, was crooked. It was bothering me. <laughs> I was like, it was, looked like it was pulling. I don't like when wires are pulling on it. So I wanted to, like, it's all right. Okay, so uh, Aristotle, here we go. You, by the way, I'm not even. Go ahead. I was impressed. Like, you, you, yeah, you caught up pretty really quick. Good. I want to hear you do it again. I want to do it now that I know the melody of the song. I know. Okay, here we go. And really, if you don't talk into that mic, don't be shy. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'm, like, I feel like I in, I'm trying to be not. Hey, well, all right there, sir. Here we go there. And what are you going to give it for? I'm having 25 in it. Give me 30. Make it 30 bits. Just bottom up 30s. Or we'll give me 30. Why five? Who would have been it? Make five, five. Five bit now. Party five on her to buy him there. There was a boy from Arkansas who wouldn't listen to his mom. And she told him that he had to go to school. Sneak away in the afternoon, take a little walk, and pretty soon you find him at the local auction barn. <laughs> Stand and he'd listen carefully, then pretty soon he began to see how the auctioneer could talk so rapidly. He said, Oh my, it's do or die, I've got to learn that auction cry, gotta make my mark and be an auctioneer. $25 bid and now $30 did it, will give me 30, you make it 30 to every bomb. <laughs> <laughs> 
Why am I enjoying this so much? Is it normal? It's like so. Oh, you're you're doing it again, and you're doing it. Hey, if I'm enjoying it, someone out there is enjoying it. All right. I want to do is do this. Everybody's this be the whole thing. Everybody's trying we so hard. I really appreciate it. Um, do you want to try it out? Yeah, I'll give it a shot. All right, let's Whit? go. I thought Wit really nailed Aerosol. You did great too, though. So I'm just oh, gonna. Yeah. I'm just it's gonna. Not, rip. Remember, it doesn't have to be a competition. I'm just gonna rip off both their styles here. <laughs> Sorry, there's no whatever you do. If you're influenced by them and you want to do something they did, it's all good. We're it's in it's good really company right now. Here. Groovy. I think it's finally getting together, and it's da 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 da. I think you're. Gonna... You want me to sing it in that style? I no, just no, like no. that this was a charting song at one point. This was a what? <laughs> like this was on the radio. <laughs> oh, I knew it was in the. Is that fucking hilarious? That's what I always think. People are just flipping through the radio. I mean, we're enjoying it, but like, I thought the same thing. Like, so, so bubblegummy, you know. It was such a night. That sounds like such a great time, though. <laughs> that songs like this were on. Yeah. Okay. All go right. ahead. Let's see. All right. <clears throat> oh, this song. Hey, well, all right, sir. Here we go. There, and then we're gonna go bring up together our bid Twitty Bird, and uh, give me thirty, make it thirty, so bid a third dollars, or you know, further five, bid it up, bid it fifty five. Pay up now, bid it on fifty dollars, bite them there, better with a boy from Arkansas who wouldn't listen to his ma. Which I told him that he should go to school. He'd sneak away, he'd sneak away in the afternoon, take a little walk pretty soon. She'd find him at the local auction bar. He'd stand there and listen carefully, then pretty soon he began to see how the auctioneer talked so rapidly. He said, oh my, I'd do or die, I'd learn to learn, I auction cry, I gotta make my mark, gotta be an auctioneer. $25 bid, nana, 33rd, 33rd, bigger 30, and bam, boom! A $30 bid, give me a $30 bid, $30 bid, and now they got a $35, gotta give me a $35, gotta make it a $35, gotta bid a $35, <laughs> bid a $35 bid. Now I feel... And this you, time you went on, and he, he went his best. And he you want to try? I, I want you to oh, try. And maybe I'm wrong. People, look, you got that 15-second-ahead button you can keep pressing. <laughs> this is. I don't like to decide what people will like and what they don't like. It's selfish of me. <laughs> I try to change it around. All right, here we go. This is the last time we're going to do it. I'm not going to. I want you to do it again. You're going to wrap. You're going to headline. All right, I'll headline. You're the headlining guy. Is there another version? Okay, yes. I want you to do it. Oh, no, no, no. I want you to do it, and then I want him to do it. People are like, finally, we have something to live for. <laughs> All those people that are going through sobriety, this is my gift to you. This is my gift to you. Do you think I want to do it? What I mean is it's scary sometimes to do it two more times because either people are going, someone could be listening right now going, I can listen to it ten more times. Someone else could be going, two is enough. And that's what I'm saying, that you're get, everybody wins. Yeah. Certainly no one thinks we should have stopped it yet. <laughs> no, there's nobody thinking that. People are thinking, no, if they did it two more times, yeah, that's good. I think I'm and, be pretty good at it. And that's what we're going to do. And we're going to be nice to Jake because let me tell you something, people. And I have no other reason to believe than you're so sweet and so gentle. When I meet you, you seem nice and sweet and gentle. So I would imagine the listening audience is home. But just in case, you're going to be as nice and kind to Jake as you were to everybody else. It's not like Jake gets to sing it while you're at home going, oh, you're going to be warm. You're going to and you're going to applaud for him. Mm. And somewhere you, you're going to do it, even in your house. And somewhere else, someone else is going to be doing it. And the odds of twenty, thirty, forty people all doing it at the same time in different places is pretty great. So, how about a nice round of applause? Not us here in the studio. The people listening, a nice round of applause for Jake. 
Hey, well, all right, sir, here we go there. And what you gonna give me for that bid? I will give you 25, 30. Make it 30, 30, 30 for 35 bid, 35 now. Who would bid it? Make it 35, 5 bid, $45 to buy them there. There was a boy from Arkansas who would listen to his mom when she told him that he should go to school. He'd sneak away in the afternoon, take a little walk in pretty soon, find out him at the local auction board. Stand there and listen carefully, then pretty soon it began to see how the auctioneer could talk so rapidly. He said, oh my, do or die, I'd love to learn the auction cry, gotta make my mark and be an auctioneer. $25, bid, you get bid, make bid, 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 I love that you did. Adam was looking at you while you were doing it. Like that guy's giving it everything he has, right? Inspired by him. Yes. <laughs> so it's great. I just oh, love the facial man. expressions. No one else could see the facial expressions. No one was half ass selling he was, that one. And by the way, thank you for applauding at home. You know, I know you did it. That's fucking crazy. I like to imagine this guy singing it. And the guy who actually sang this song on a day he didn't really kind of didn't want to. <laughs> Oh, you mean when he had to? Go, you mean his live show? Yeah, he's just like, oh, here we go. <laughs> you know what he had? To, he, did, he had the other girl in the band do it. Like, yeah. you know, that's what he would do. Like he would like on those nights. There was a boy in Arkansas who wouldn't <laughs> listen to his mom, and she told him that he should go to. See, school. he had like one of the girls in the band do it when he didn't want to do it. He would just play the piano. A little walk, and then pretty soon you'd find him at the local auction barn. Well, he'd stand and listen carefully, and then pretty soon he began to see how the auctioneer could talk so rapidly. Let's hear it. He said, oh my, it's do or die, I've got to learn that auction cry, gotta make my mark and be an auctioneer. A fifteen dollar bid and a twenty now, would you give me twenty now, make it a twenty, bid it about a twenty now, would have bid a twenty, would have make it a twenty. You can't have a, a girl doing wow, that. Wow, she's right? talented. You can't have a girl. Girl can't be an auctioneer, wow. right? Am I right? I mean, girl can't be a honest. singer. Thank Come you. On. A girl can't be a singer. Girls can't sing. Name, Stop it. Name Singing. one girl who's ever been able to Thank, sing. Name one. And by name the way, one. more than maybe one year popularity. Yeah. One year. I'm not saying there's some one-hit wonders. Name one girl name that's one. been uh, relevant for over even five years name one name one Who what if we had sing what if right then just as we started saying that ironically somebody just got flipped onto this podcast accidentally but they're dumb and they go <laughs> oh yeah finally yeah. someone uh, thinking the way I think. but then things go horribly wrong the rest of the show because he slowly rises wait a second that's why i have them uh, that's why i make people sound okay no seriously we have so much to get to and I don't want to joke around. Pussy, 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 no, 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 no. Come on, stop it, stop it. Stop it, stop it, stop it. We got to do new things. We can move. How about that? This was on the radio. Oh, I've heard about this. Now you're going to sing that song. Oh, and take one. it home. You're the headliner. All right. Uh, before you take the song home, Todd, uh, sorry if I interrupt, uh, you have a show, Wit, on Sundays. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's sun- every Sunday at 9 p.m. It's called Power Violence. Power Violence. What a beautiful uh, hors d'oeuvre spread that you put out. Rolls off the tongue. Power this Violence. This next coming week, I don't know when this is coming out, but we have Jerry Seinfeld, Louis C.K., Zach Galifianakis. Uh, <laughs> ba- uh, we have the band uh, the Kanye band? West. And, uh, <laughs> we've also got, um, who else do we have? Oh, Larry David. They're all going to oh, be open. Oh uh, and uh, they're going to be closing for Todd Glass. I love Larry David. <laughs> 
I love the band. You know, I love I love hanging. Once I know a place and I'm comfortable, I love to go. Like I love it. I love hanging out there, and I love that little room up front. Mm-hmm. You just always sit there, and you're talking to other comics, and you always got such great energy out on the curb. The whole. The whole vibe over there is so special. It's its own thing. It's I really a, do like it. It's a great curb oh, thanks, show. Thanks, man. I know you stopped doing it for a while, too. We right? stopped doing it for a few months, and we just started it back again. It's been really fun. We're getting our groove back. That's Where good. is it at? It's at the 6470 Theater in Hollywood. You okay. just have, look up Power Violence. It's a great comedy. space. It holds, You'll what, 45 people? Yeah, 40. We squeeze about 60. In. But it's like oh, theater. It's like a teeny theater. Like Picture a theater that's the same exact rows of those seats right in the theater, but it's 40, 40 seats. Mm-hmm. On the stage is twice as big as the audience, yeah. <laughs> which is great because in some of those places, the stage has to be so big that it's bigger than the audience, which is awesome. There used to be a place uh, – oh, it's still there, but it's upstairs of thir- on 3rd Street, St. Nick's, I think, mm-hmm. and it has two rows of seats. And I so much wanted to do my hour special there. <laughs> Seriously, like make it like – I mean dress the place up like sure. this crazy, sick, nice jazz place. Two rows of people. Wow. Two rows of people. It was fun. It's great. It's Nick's. It's like a little theater upstairs. That's cool. And then it has a big stage. And you'd still have to paper the room. I don't know what you mean. That's not necessary. Here, pussy, 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 pussy. Where can you be? Here, pussy, 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 pussy. Come back to me. Did you write this song? Here, pussy, 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 I didn't write it. No. You didn't write this. Didn't Play it again from the beginning so we can hear it. Here, pussy, 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 Did you write this? No. You didn't write this song? No, I didn't write this song. Play it from the beginning. (laughs) Pause it. Did you write that? Honest. You can be honest with me. I don't care. I don't care anymore. Play it again. Pause it. Did you write that? I don't hear a song because I'm a waiter. Do you want some spaghetti? I am genuinely applauding. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might. That, no, no one ever gets a round of applause <laughs> in a hanging out situation. Let the Thomas do the show. <laughs> That's great. I like that. <laughs> you son of a bitch. You <laughs> snuck out of the bit. You're right. He's a snake, Adam Cousins. <laughs> hey, what were you saying oh, about me? Beautiful. You want to call somebody now and tell them you appreciate him? Oh, geez. You, I, I think you, everyone you, I know is asleep at this uh, point. Because everyone you know is dead. Oh, yeah. They're either dead or sleeping. What a fun life you have. Dead people in my life. (laughs) What's Hubba Hubba? Oh, no, that's Sinatra. By the way, what's better than that song? Uh, Here's what I want to do. And if you make it happen, we we could do this easily. You put a speaker on top of a car, drive through different areas. You don't want to do it on a street like La Siena where you would cause any. Play that. Play that really loud. Play it right now. And then three of us. Maybe we were all... Wear the same suit. Take a mip, map, mop, and, and they brim, play it. We walk brim, places. And, and we make a video. We make a video that starts somewhere. And every time we could release a different one every month. It's just walking new places. It shows us walking down Hollywood Boulevard. Get my slim slam slippers and my easy chair. Run your flim flam fingers through. What? We're like the green blazers. You mean, why? Well, who's wearing green blazers? Yeah, like where? Yeah, we, we pick something. We put thought into what we wear. 
And then, but but then it shows us Hollywood Boulevard. It shows it could be on the highway at night, like just walking down. We all jiggle the peanuts, sort of thing. Shows us eating at McDonald's, wherever we decide to eat, but we're eating to the music. We could go to the car wash. It shows us watching the car go through. Picture the car going through. Us watching our car go through the car wash. Just us watching the car, the bubbles. And then the music comes back in when we get in the car and we pull out. We all get in the car, we shut the door, and then right without losing a beat, and you hear this. Right now. Are you shitting me? Grab a mip mop mop and a brim bram broom. Clim clam clean up the rim ram room. Call hey, clim clam clean up the rim ram room. I'll do what I fucking want. <laughs> Well, I said, clim clam, clean up the room. All right, I flip clam well. Slippers in my easy chair. Don't like be any, fucking disrespectful. I like my crazy Hey, rim ram room. Let me hold what? What'd you call me? Rim ram room. You're it. What? You're a rim ram room. And east and west, but even a honeybee needs some rest That's when rude. I get my jacket. What? Flim flam plume? You know what? Flim flam plume. Follow right back to my nest. Don't you whim wham worry. Don't whim wham worry. You know, you're always whim wham worrying. Would you admit that you whim wham and you worry? Uh, I'll definitely admit to whamming. You whim wham worry. I don't know about whimming and worrying. I'm telling you, don't whim wham and worry. I wouldn't tell you to do it. I didn't just make that up. All right, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to do it, but I'm not saying that I've done it. You're not even making any sense. Hey, no! Take a mip map mop and a brim bram broom and clim clam clean up the rim ram room cause you clean it up. There was a time when people would just tell you to. <laughs> <laughs> it's so ridiculous. I love it. That song. I don't. I know I've said this before, but I don't think I'm ever get. I think I'm gonna want to play that the rest of my life. It's a clam clean up the rim ram room cause your bim bam baby is coming home. This video. Don't you want to be in it? I love. Can to. I tell you? Nobody wouldn't want to be in this video. You're lucky that you're here tonight because I couldn't include anybody else. This is if we do it, it's hilarious. It's you might scary. think that seems so cocky. I can visually picture it, just all this footage. It gets. It could be us. Like, let's say we're all in Washington D.C. together. Guess what happens? Cause you've walking around the monuments, coming home tonight. We turn and we look at them, but we're more into how Get we look slim always. Slam slippers and my easy chair. Run your flim flam fingers through my greasy hair. Then kiss me, baby. Let me hold you tight. Been nothing. Then we're we're in we're in uh you know we go to uh, Amsterdam and it shows us walking through the red light district. <laughs> Hair, then kiss me, baby. Let me hold you tight. Been north and south and east and west, but even a honeybee needs some rest when I get my jacket. Uh, do you want to do the video of the week? Let's do it, man. You can walk around to that song. We'll videotape you. Oh, all right. You want to do it? Like, we're going to play it through the room, and then we're going to put this as the video of the week. Do you, can you pull yeah, out? Yeah, can we turn some lights on? Yeah, we will turn some lights on. Here's what we're going to do. Oh, let me take a deep breath, and let, let's do this, okay? okay? I want to take a deep breath, and then we're going to uh, yeah. gonna make a little music video here. And uh, I'm very excited to see your direction that you take it, because I, I expect great things of you. Okay. Are you taking a deep breath right now? Oh, I'm going to take a deep breath right now. <laughs> you preface that breath you're about to take, <laughs> Wait, are you about to, are we... about to take breathe in? I'm thinking about taking Every, a breath. Everybody breathe in. Here. Breathe in, everybody. Oh. 
So now we can do this music video. Now here's what we're going to do after the music video. You're going to come back and do your. I think I think we di we didn't let you do the uh, the the hey baby baby you know the the arc the um what's it called the what do they call those guys auctioneer. the auctioneer song yeah you're let's gonna do it. do it so let's do the music do you, do you have your camera yeah I got the camera can we turn some lights up in here come on Aristotle and then I'm gonna put this ball on and you know what else we're gonna do okay so hey. folks at home uh, right now in studio with the bling 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 music the very talented. Whitmer Thomas is going to do, and we'll put this video up online, but just know at home what's going on here. We got a smoke machine now, we have the bubble <laughs> machine, we have the disco ball, and, and you know he's going to commit to it. So uh, we'll fill it in the room. Here we go. Try not to shoot the ceiling. Don't. Take a mip map mop and a brim bram broom and clim clam clean up the rim ram room cause your bim bam baby is coming home tonight. Oh my god. That I'm ashamed that that was so great. Hold on, turn turn this off. Bring everything down. This, uh, that was. Can you bring the lights back down? My slim slam slippers and my easy chair. Oh my god, that was so great. I got it. That's that was so much fun. That's the most confident okay, yeah. I've ever felt in my life. Oh you my so god, good, wet. That was great. I don't even know if we should make an edit in that. The audience <laughs> should, this should listen to it. Know how great it was. You really committed. Like, people haven't seen the video yet, but you walked around this room. You looked like you had the, the you took the persona of, like, a James Dean-type character in this sort of, like, cool, like... Oh, you want to do a fun game? It's uh, very quick. Yes. Okay. Hold on. Can we turn that bubble machine off? Yeah. You don't have to do it. Why couldn't we? Hold it's on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on one second. Adam Cousins left. He had to go pick someone up at the airport. That's okay, though. Who needs him? I didn't even like him. Uh -uh. You didn't like him either, did you? No, I didn't like him. I never have. Thank you. Why couldn't I say anything? What are you? Do you? Adam Cousins? Yeah, he was kind of just like an... He was here. Right. Yeah, I just didn't make oh, I feel like we can have fun now. Yeah. I know Jake's going to tell us how we're wrong because he's always so spiritual. And I get it. You're going to enlighten us. But how did you feel about him? Well, his presence here was like a black spot on my soul. And if he says it, mm, and I don't make him, mm -hmm. it's not like I write anything down and put it in front of him and make him say things. Right. Then, then that must be right that he's saying that. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't. He says it. Mm. And that's 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 Aristotle. He's spiritual. Yeah. And he said, well, thank God. If he's listening, listen, you know, we don't wish any harm. It's just you can't. He was slowing us down. Didn't want to say it to his face. Thank you. Oh. Oh. Mm. Me and Todd, every time he'd start to talk, we'd look at each other. Oh, because, like, are you kidding me? When is he going to be quiet? Mm. Oh, my God. Well, I feel bad for people listening more Thank than I feel you. bad for us. I feel like at least we could numb the pain with marijuana. What about our listeners that are going through sobriety and they had to hear that? I know. I know. <laughs> 
and the rain comes raining. I mean, who wants to listen to... I remember the first night I met you, it was raining and thundering out. Remember? It was raining. It was a hot Alabama night. And the rain. It, was, it started to thunder. Remember that? What you said to me? I do. You came over. I was dripping wet. Uh-huh. And I said, Todd, baby, don't <laughs> let them get you down. You're all right with me, kid. And you looked at me and you go, Oh, well, thanks, Whipper. <laughs> Boy, you're that coming out of your mouth. That really means something. I remember the first night I met uh, young Jake. It was it was thundering out. It was raining and thundering. And when you came up to me at the improv, I remember what you said. Remember? Because my shirt was soaking wet and I was eating a hamburger. Right. It's good. And spaghetti. I had a bowl of spaghetti. So how you doing there, Todd? I'll never forget it the rest of my life. <laughs> that's it? No, that's all he said. It was thundering out. And then that's... All right, enough with that bit. You ever see a bird walking across the street and a car's coming and it just starts huddle, uh, hustling? What are you hustling for? Fly! Yeah, Get just out fly. You can literally <laughs> jump and yeah. just continue to ju- just yes, jump. Yes, jump and stay jumped. Yes, jump. Jump and stay jumped. Like nobody else can do that but you. You can jump and stay jumped and keep jumping higher. Jump and then keep jumping. Jump two feet, jump three feet, jump four feet, jump five feet. Jump all the way into the air where no one can see you anymore and keep jumping until you turn into a speck and go somewhere else. What are you hustling? They wobble. And it's like I slow down because I feel bad. I'm afraid I'm going to kill. I'm afraid I'm going to hit them because you know what? Once in a while, pigeons get killed because it's true. It's like not that many. But once in a while, because they just they have to wait to that last second and get that one more speck of dirt out of the the street that there's nothing there to eat, and they pack and pack, and ninety nine point nine percent of the time they fly out just as you're once in a while, boom. So I don't want to be that one day where I kill a dumb pigeon. So I slow down. So jump and stay jumped. Jump and stay jumped. Yep. Jump and stay jumped. Is it? You know what? You got to jump and stay jumped. That's what you got to do. Yeah. You got to jump, bump, bump, and a boom, bang, bang. Take a mip, map, mop, and a brim, brim. Do you mind doing, is this immature of me to ask you, do you mind making faces to this music? Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Get my slim slam slippers and my easy chair. Run your flim flam fingers through my greasy hair. Then kiss me, baby. Let me hold you tight. Been north and south and east and west. I thought you were stopping it. That's why I stopped the music. He made faces for us. It was great. I hope you like it at home. Funny faces is my favorite thing in the world. Funny faces and funny voices all day long. (laughs) You know what? That reminds me of this. Smoke, smoke, smoke that cigarette. Puff, puff, puff. And if you smoke, you'll Oh, guess what? Hold on. Everybody, let's go somewhere special with our listeners. We haven't done this in a while. It's all right. Take, lower the lights in your house. Seriously. Well, why not do it? Why not do it? Pause it and go get a hot washcloth. Make a hot washcloth. Put your face. Pause it. Okay, we're going to give you a place. We're going to make. Okay, you can pause it right here. 
washcloth. Take a deep breath. Maybe you didn't get a washcloth, and that's okay, too. I know you're laying on the sofa. You're so, maybe you're in a, on the bus. How are you going to go get a washcloth? I, I just meant if you can do it, do it. But I get a lot of you didn't. But that doesn't mean you could be on the train. Close your eyes. If you're driving, close your eyes. It's not going to kill anybody. I'm, what if I had the worst advice in the world? Just because you're driving doesn't mean you can't close your eyes and enjoy it. But here we go. Bring this in. Let's close our eyes. Nope, didn't do it for me. <laughs> Swear to God, it wasn't what I wanted. I wanted more. Well, maybe I didn't give it a chance. Hold on. People are starting to get together. What is it? I, I, I'm, to George Carlin, does that mean you think to, to for any purpose, or is it just like... People are starting to come together and support a cause, sounds like. Is this the same song? I don't like this part. (laughs) I do. It's all great. Oh, there we go. Her heart is just like mine. It's a girl singing. I think it's about a girl and another girl. Join listening to this. It's a song about lesbians. <laughs> what if that's all I took out of it? Why? Well, if it was, if it was about it, that's great. You know. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I'm laughing. I'm laughing. Oh, by the way. When James Domian was here a few weeks ago, he was doing this bit about a supermarket, and we started playing sledgehammers. Like, you know when you go into a supermarket late at night and there's a lot of stuff going on? But we exaggerated it, and we made it like they were sledgehammers, like they're breaking open the floor. And this guy sends us this video. Scott Hines sent this in. Scott Hines sends this in. This is really him. I think it's worth – it takes about 30 seconds. Listen to what's going on in the background. He sends us a video of it. You can tell. He's like, are you shitting me? Like, he's probably listening to the show – then he goes into the supermarket. They're really doing what they were, you know, saying, like, can you fucking imagine, like, late at night, you go in the supermarket, and they're, they have jackhammers, and they're opening up the floor, and then here's what they're doing. So, Todd, um, I went to the grocery store late at night, and this is what was waiting for me. How funny is that? It's like, because I knew, we know, we have that vision, but I didn't think it was literally jackhammers. But I know you go late at night, when else are they going to open up a floor, you know, because they have a smell and they got to <laughs> fix it in the middle of the night or whenever they can. What can we do? All right, enough with that. I don't, you know what, seriously, it's not that type of show. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Stop it. Come on. 
Come on. It's not even... You know what? You want to talk to him? Because I think it's immature. Jacobs, come on, man. Chill out with the pussy pussy. Jacobs. Stop with the pussy pussy. Yeah, pussy, pussy, pussy All right, a different. Pussy, oh, this one I like. Yeah, pussy, oh, okay, this one's okay. It's sweeter. It's gentler. Oh. <laughs> it's like a nightmare. <laughs> Why am I enjoying this like so suffering much? sleep paralysis right now? Just because he played it over each other, all three versions. I was totally enjoying it. Seriously, this picture us walking. Uh, you know, shows us going down the, you know, every street in the famous street in LA. Shows us at the Hollywood sign. Shows us walking. Here we come, right by the Hollywood sign. There she Take is. a mip, map, mop, and a brim, bram, broom, and clim, clam, clean up. Can you picture it? A wide shot. Bim, bam, babies, coming home tonight. Get my slim, slam slippers and my easy chair. Run your flim, flam fingers through my... We even set something up where we act like we're walking through somebody's house where they're all in the living room. Yeah. That sort of famous shot where people are like, what the hell? Just do it in the house. Just picture us walking through, through the foyer. Everyone's eating breakfast, and we just walk straight through the house. Straight through the house. They're like... Mip, map, mop, and a brim, bram, broom, and clim, clam, clean up the rim, ram, room, cause your bim, bam, baby is coming home tonight. Yeah, that's right. Clim, clam, your cleamity, clamity. Slim, slam, sloom, and a big easy chair on your flim, flam fingers through my greasy hair. Then kiss me, baby. All right, everybody. It is that time. Well, thank you. Well, you never did the auctioneer song. Do you be honest without thinking what I want or what the audience wants? Be brave enough to go, yeah, I sort of want to do it again, or uh, I've had enough. I really want to do that song again. Okay. Now that I know the melody. Thank it's you. All, it's kind of all I've been thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> it is, man. I want I want you to have the opportunity to do it because the audience wants it. I know what they want. I know what people want. Everybody loves a Whitmer Thomas original karaoke. Everybody. Give him some nice reverb, Aristotle. Leroy Van Dyke. Here we go. Don't hold back on the reverb. This is a professional. Hey, hey, well, right there, sir. Well, let me start again. Sorry. Oh, start over. Sorry, gotta start again. There's no problem. We're not. We're not trying to trick you here. You need to start over. You start over. It's tough in the beginning, but then the song slows down, so it becomes easier for you to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, And then it speeds up. I just over. really want to start at the one, two, three, four. You do the best you can do. All right. Here we go. Well, they're right, sir. There we go. Yeah, they're gonna get a move and five dollar bid. Give me thirty, we're gonna bid, and I'm making thirty bid. Thirty dollar bid, and I'm making 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 thirty dollar bid, and i am making thirty dollar bid and i am making thirty dollar bid and i am Stand and listen carefully, then pretty soon he began to see how the auctioneer could talk so rapidly. He said, oh my, it's do or die, I've got to learn that auction cry, got to make a mark and be an auctioneer. Then he went, $25 bid, now that I dollar a bid, now that I bid, and I make a little bid, and I wouldn't be the five, but I did a dollar bid, because I did a bid. Is 
Is that real? You guys are clapping all at the same time. <laughs> I'm clapping because it was wonderful. Oh, thanks, guys. Hey, fifty-five to five dollar. You know what I mean? So we, it's time to. It is time it to is say. Infectious. What's this? Oh, I like this. Oh no, this I like. No, you don't like this. No, I, I thought the other one was sexual. This is, I can tell. I picture they're looking for a cat. All right, all right. No. God. Oh, come on. You make me sick. Oh, yeah, I get it. It's like they're, they're walking down the street. That's great. They're looking for their friend. Come back to me. Come on. Stop, 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 stop. But you're being silly. Seriously, Jay, come on, you can't. That I like, that I like. I'm not going to lie. I do like this. Slow down, sweet. This I like, this I like. Well, this is jazz. The other shit was bubblegum shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This shit, I don't like the bubblegum shit. That. Nah, come on, shut this fucking off. Are you kidding me? Hey, hello, hey, hey, no bullshit, shut it off. That's, I like that. Now, this I like. This I definitely like. You like this? It's got more treble. I like It's got more what? Treble. I like treble. I'm a lot like you. Yeah. Oh, this is a good one. You like treble? I love treble. I'm a, I've been loving treble since the 90s. Treble Scoville, you ever meet him? Treble Scoville, yeah. Yeah, it's Rory Scoville's brother, From, Treble Scoville. Yeah, in South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, Treble, yeah. Treble, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, Treble Scoble. Oh, he's huge down there. He oh, is. they love him. Is his big, uh, what's his big callback? He his always says after every joke. He always says, who, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> so he'll say something like, uh, my dog's name is Carl. Who's, who's that? <laughs> Where can you be? Hey. Hey, my dog's name is Carl. I said, who? My dog's name is Carl. Nah, I don't like that. I don't like that one. Alright, so we're gonna goodbye. Oh, goodbye to you. Goodbye to you. Goodbye to you. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Well, everybody. Wait, do you have any dates you want to plug? If you forget now, you can give them to me on the opening. Every Sunday, um, let's see, every single Sunday, Power Violence at the 6470 Theater at 9. Uh, that's not a joke. We have cool com- comics. Todd comes and does it's it. It's great. I think I gave show. it my thumbs up. He gives it. And also, Wipe the stage down after you're done vomiting all over it, though, if you don't mind showing a little respect. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Push the toilet paper aside. Let we, me have a nice stage. We started to do that. Yeah, sorry about that. You know what? Um, Why do I have to say anything? Uh, I don't know what else, man. What else? Um, watch our videos. Power Violence video on YouTube. How's your mom? What's your mom's name? Mom's name is Jenny Dead. <laughs> is she really? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Well, it's no, it, well, thank God. But play. You don't want to <laughs> play that song. Goodbye, goodbye, see you again. Oh, when oh. did your mom die? Uh, about three years ago. About three years ago. And just where did she live? Alabama. She's a musician. Very cool. Really? Yeah. What was her, like, some of the music she listened to? Uh, she toured with Bob Marley and the Whalers. Is that true? Becca. Yeah. What was um, your, what is your mom's name? Jenny uh, Henderson. Or Thomas. Jenny Henderson, yeah. She was in a cool band called Sin Twister. She played at songwriters festivals, so she would, like, sell, try to sell songs, stuff like that. But, you know, fun, fun gal. Yeah, you know what? It's funny. Like, I, I obviously, you know, you think somebody that, you know, like, 
if somebody said that, like you just said, your mom died, and if it was before my dad died, I would think, oh, God, it was going to ruin their night, and I thought I hit just, oh, what the fuck did I do? And then I realized, if, like, my dad's dead, and somebody asks about him, I'm happy to talk about him. I'm not, like, it doesn't depress me. It, yeah. It, it's, 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 it's reminiscent, and, and it's like, so now I don't get, does that make sense what no, I just no, no. said? No, no, I love meeting dead parent friends, because... Wait, what does that mean? It means, like, if you have a friend who's, one of their parents has passed away, you have this uh, weird open door joke kind of thing that you can do like my friend rod we do a bit on stage because we have a lot of dead parents in our circle of friends and uh we do a thing where like uh rod's dad died you think that's sad what's even worse is that clay's parents are alive and they live in his room or something like that. you know what i mean and we just make it seem like rod's dad's death is so minor <laughs> do you want to i think it's so funny like that everybody has that sort of, you're right, it's an unwritten fraternity, even though anybody could make it and I wouldn't care, but there's definitely something like um, my friend Eric and his mom's dead, she'll call me and go is your dad still dead? And I go, yes, my dad's still dead, what the fucking type of question is that? He goes, I don't know, you don't have to jump all over me. My, Rod has the best dad dead joke, he says uh, my father died doing what he loved having complications from heart surgery <laughs> <laughs> Rodney Barry on Twitter. Everybody go find him. Say his name again. Rodney underscore Barry on Twitter. Rodney? Rodney Barry. Funny. If he he said that, that means he's going to tweet other things. That's someone to follow. Yeah. Unless you don't, if you're not, hey, if you're out there and you're like, you know what, I want to follow somebody that's going to make me laugh, uh, you know. It's going to make me have a few laughs a week. Then then, then put his name in there. What the fuck are you doing? You just sit on your ass all day, and you won't follow anybody new. I'm telling you, give this fucking guy a chance. I want to see his Twitter. Follow him. What's his name again? Rodney underscore Barry. Rodney underscore Barry? Well, his name is Rodney Barry. What's his name? What's his his name? On Twitter. In real life, what's his name? Rodney Barry. Are you fucking shitting me? Rodney Barry? No. No, we're not going to fucking talk (laughs) about him on this show. No, no, he did some shit. We got into a big argument. No, 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 no. no. Hey, yes? Do you think I should change my Twitter handle to Jacobs uh, or Jacobs? Because that's what my grandmother just called me. Yeah, I um, think that Jacobs. J-A-K-U-M-S. Mm. I think they're fooling around him and his grandmother. It's a little weird. Yeah. Your relationship back. Well. Well. I guess we're going to say goodbye. Oh, let's. Oh, what was the? Let's end on like what type of? Did you would you know a song your mom really liked? Like you know, or type of music she liked? Um, let's see. Why don't you think about it? Okay. And that's how we'll ride out of here today. I got a solid song. Okay, so th- we'll just go. You know it now? Yeah. Oh, what, what would it be? Uh, broken glass or walking on broken glass by Annie Lennox. Is that is that okay? That's how we're gonna go out of here. Okay. Be a good way to end. And it was fun hanging out. It was solid. Good time. Good time. Thank you, Aristotle. Thank you, Jake. Fuck you, thank you. Adam. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, uh, Wit. You were great. Thanks, Tom. And then we'll uh, we can have a nice little dedication to your mom. Here we Let's go. Let's do it, yeah.
Now leaving Nerdist.com.